0: No aliens. No nonsense. This is Reality Bites. Welcome back to Reality Bites. A little bit later than usual, but uh, we finally got a hold of Alan. He's had technical issues, as have we, which seems to be kind of normal these days. But uh, our new normal, I guess. <laughs> That's true. But, uh, yeah. Ah, it's been a long time, Alan, since we had you on the air. I think maybe, I don't know, four years, five years, probably.
1: Maybe?
0: Yeah, yeah, long time ago. Um, I wanted to start off with uh, something that's kind of affected Paula more than myself because I I get out of the house a bit more but uh, went to a a city close to us, it's only about 20 minutes away called Winterhaven and they've had this uh, face mask mandate in there for quite a while now and I I just hear another city close to us as well has just extended that for another month and Paula was kind of horrified to see the compliance uh not just in the stores but actually on the streets in the open air okay. uh virtually everybody was wearing masks and uh, I've, I've been walking the last couple of mornings around the lake and people are even wearing them at you know seven o'clock in the morning uh yeah. walking around <laughs> walking around in the fresh air and it, it's i guess it's a fear thing in, in both from coming from both directions that these people are obviously being terrified by the television as as you've mentioned many times on your on your broadcast
1: yeah.
0: and they there's a there's, there's got to be a fear amongst people who know what's going on and, and don't want to comply to this stuff seeing the amount of compliance there is and, and knowing that these people are, are almost fanatical about it yeah and they could turn on you at any minute I mean literally I, I walked up behind two elderly ladies I'd say maybe early 60s but uh, they were obviously friends, they were talking and, but they were still 6 feet apart yeah. and the, the path that I was walking on was maybe only 9 feet so it was either walk on the grass which was wet or, or you know walk around them yeah, and sure. the lady on the other side of the path closest to the, the edge literally saw me at the corner of the eye and, and dragged her friend away from me as I was walking by uh uh-huh. I, I I walk past, shaking my head and just mumbling to myself, "What is wrong with these people?" <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, I, I can't even imagine that that level of terror, because we don't watch television. We don't. We're not engaged with that kind of thing.
1: Exactly. That's the truth of it. Sure. Uh, it isn't just uh, the, the, the the constant repetition of to be terrified, terrified. It's psychologically. Worked out every every phrase that comes out from television on the subject. Is, it goes through panels of psychologists and behaviourists to, to try and get the, the deepest impact or last. You see, and so literally, it's a complete uh, psychological warfare. Literally, it's not just coincidentally. It's actually worked out by panels how to terrify you. Yeah,
0: but and, and as I say, the. The fear is because, like people like ourselves, are in the a very small minority. It would it would appear that uh-huh. uh, you're you're constantly kind of watching your back. You don't know what these people are going to do. Well, they don't know. They, they don't
1: know themselves. They don't know. See, it's, it's it's literally Pavlovian responses based on basic terror and fear. It's again, it's psychological warfare. It works very well, and it's programmed them. You see, to react.
0: Yeah, I, after after last week when uh, Walmart, maybe it was ten days ago. Or so, Walmart decided they were going to mandate face masks. And so, you know, we we started going to another store, um, but of course they they followed suit a week later. So I thought, okay, well, and uh, Walmart kind of backtracked a bit because they, they said their staff were getting too much abuse, and uh, they wouldn't they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't enforce it. So I thought, okay, okay, I'll, I'll test that out. So I went up uh, the, first, the first day they, they said this and they've got a little gazebo style shade outside because it's 100 degrees, you know, and sure. they've got somebody standing out there with one of these masks on, not a surgical, one of these really tight fitting ones. Yeah. And uh, she's, saying, uh, she's saying, you need a mask to go in there, sir. And I said, hold on a second. I said, CNN just announced yesterday that you weren't enforcing this. So you either believe in CNN or you don't. I said, quite uh-huh. frankly, I don't. But I mean, if, you know, if that's what they're saying, then I guess, right. I, guess, I guess that's true. And uh, she said, she, she started mumbling, and there was a guy next to me with his wife and a young child, and he didn't he didn't have a mask on either. And he yeah. said to her, "Said I've, I've got COPD, can I get an exemption?" And she said, "Yes." She didn't ask the wife. <laughs> she was so uh, he starts walking off, and she I turned to her, I said, "Don't you dare!" ask me if I've got a medical condition. Yeah. I said, because I'll sue you. And she just kind of made a face, and she said, they'll stop you at the door. I said, no, no they won't. So I just I just walked straight in, and nobody bothered me. Yeah. But just yesterday, I, I went up again, and they've got somebody standing outside the door now, and they're using the older people, the older yeah. members of staff, the, the ones who are a bit more gravitas, I guess. And she's standing like a paramilitary literally, with her legs spread, hands folded yeah. behind her yeah. back, and she's got a bandana on. Uh-huh. <laughs> All that's yeah. missing was a machine gun. That's you know? And she, she says, uh, don't forget your mask, sir. And I said, I've forgotten already. Yeah. And I, I just kept walking. And, she, and sure. there was two of them inside, standing. And uh, one of them shouts across me, have you got a mask, sir? And I said, no. And I just kept walking. I answered the question, I just, I was quite civil, and walked in the door. But the. They're ramping up this uh, intimidation, if you like, yes, to to get a reaction from you, oh. right? because they want that reaction to turn around and say, "Well, you're not coming in here because you're just belligerent, blah blah blah. You're abusing the staff." Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's the way they're going with this, uh, rather than uh, actually enforcing it. Although tomorrow in our city, we are supposed to have a, a decision made on whether we're to may wear masks outdoors,
1: twenty four it? Yeah.
0: It's just insane, but um, there's there's little protests about it. But uh, I, I don't see it changing. But what it, I it won't thought-
1: change because it's got nothing to do with reality, literally nothing. And I won't even go into all the pros and cons or anything else. i you know ad nauseum. But the fact is, it's, it's got nothing to do with COVID. Uh, it's part of a complete revolution to bring in a complete new society. And and this is all part of it. You're also getting the same from Internet and from social media. Or we've got to ban you because you broke some taboos or whatever of their policies. And and this is the same thing with the stores. Oh, you you won't comply. Well, you can't chop you. This is the new system where you do what you're told. It's post-democratic, you see. And and the COVID idea (laughs) is just the way they launched it. The, the, The World Economic Forum said that. That they couldn't get the public to comply fast enough with using the climate change agenda and cut back in consumerism and so on. So, but so they're going—they're actually applauding it. Uh, this whole idea of using COVID, they're actually out in the open saying this, and same in the Club of Rome. So, it's part of a bigger agenda.
0: Yeah, yeah, Much yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, there's still people here who think that it's all going to go back to normal in November after the election.
1: Never. I mean, you, I, I, when, whatever, whatever. Fauci said back in february you, you can take it to, to the bank of any banks left standing but the fact he, he said that he says N- nothing's going to ever go back to normal nothing and you heard the same thing right after 9-11 that before, before the dust settled you know they're announcing it from cnn nothing will ever be the same again same thing here Th- this is a, a new way of living <laughs> or existing i'd call it you know
0: where you yeah, can't do
1: anything without experts running your lives from birth to death this is it you know
0: yeah well I mean even, even now and it's it, as bad as it is uh, yeah. you can still kind of get around and, and do the basics you know uh, yeah. And but I mean the way it's going uh, you're not going oh, to yeah. be able There's to the, leave the, your no, house
1: I, I don't even sit and speculate where it's going because I've I've read all their stuff and, and they admit where it's going quite openly and and Fauci again said it never been done in history this way where you close down all the healthy and quarantine the healthy folk uh, that, that guarantees a slow, a very, very slow herd immunity, you see. Uh, he doesn't want herd immunity. He said at the beginning, he said, it oh, won't we'll be good enough, we want, you must take the vaccination to get out of your homes and to get to go to work. That's the whole thing, the immunity passport. An, an agenda that was published years ago by the same characters, you know, uh, your immunity passport. So this, this is it. It was all set to go this way, and they needed a, an excuse for it, and they picked this COVID idea, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I suppose people used to think, uh, oh, that they could they could really release something deadly, blah blah blah. But they didn't have to; they just had to pretend it was deadly, and uh, yeah. that was good enough.
1: Well, not uh, only that. I mean, I did the talks many years ago from the World Health Organization, where they admitted, and folk will laugh at you even when you're reading their articles from their own websites and so on, and sending off for stuff from the WHO. They'll post it too you if you pay the money, you know. <clears throat> but they said that um, uh, they, they said at the time that every every spring, early early spring, even before the spring hits, they release a trial flu into society to see how it, it spreads, which direction it takes, and all the rest of it, and so they can monitor. it. That, it's, it's an experimental spread they called it of a, a tamer type of the flu. They let go into the into the society. This is from their own their own articles, you know. And so you say, where does the flu come from? Well, they release it, <laughs> and then then you follow the spread and see how, it, how the the directions of, of contamination and all the rest of it. There's nothing. A reality has to get turned upside down. It really does. Most folk have been trained to be naive from birth, and they'll never get it. They can never break. They they crash. They they break down and quiver and re- Gobbling idiots!
0: If they had to
1: really
0: be forced to see the world as it really is, I'm not kidding you. Yeah, we we have <laughs> we have a yeah. what a van uh, driving around town which we spotted with some writing on the windows saying that, that you know TV is a virus, blah blah. This is all a con, this type uh-huh. of thing. I like, was oh great, you know, maybe we can give them a newspaper and maybe like-minded people, you know. Mm-hmm. So we d- we drove up to where we thought it was. We found it, and a lady just happened to be outside. So we stopped, went over, had a chat, gave her the paper, and again it was well. Trump, Trump won't let this happen after November. And I'm thinking, what? Uh, this woman's supposed to be awake, but she's still yeah. stuck in this political yeah, paradigm sure where there. she thinks she thinks that Trump's going to stop it. Well, he's not stopped it yet.
1: Oh, Trump has. <laughs> Trump wasn't put in there for American people. He was put in there for somebody, but not for the American people.
0: Yeah. Well, I think he was. Put in there to be held up and ridiculed myself because uh, that,
1: that too. I, I think they're all playing their part I really do yeah. I, I think each one is playing their part because no one is going following right through with the part that you'd think they'd play uh, Trump is watching cities burn and saying nothing well, i mean would you yeah. vote for him
0: <laughs> <laughs> would you vote at all <laughs> that's, that's the question uh, well, i've I I never yeah.
1: voted I, I don't believe in it so no that's, I,
0: that's, that's, I can't remember what that, but,
1: but, yeah. the, but the thing is yeah i mean trump literally he says a lot but he does nothing you know he tweets a lot like a little bird and that's all
0: yeah you know. yeah well i always yeah. say that to people as well I say, do you really think that these people are sitting about uh sitting about tweeting folks i mean come I on know. Know. <laughs> but yeah. um yeah, it, again, it's, it's a few people have heard say, oh, well, come November, this will all go away. The what,
1: Club what, of Rome said it? it, Fauci said it, this little dictator. I mean, he's a front man for a much bigger organisation, much, much bigger, you know. Uh, the, I mean, the, the world has a global government already. It's had it for a long, long time. And it's been fairly quiet. They so don't want to push too hard and fast over the world. But the fact is, uh, this is whatever happens, I said this, Twenty-five, thirty years ago, whatever happens, uh, policy-wise, in your country, uh, and even with your, with whatever happens, social-wise, happens across the world at the same damn time. Well, how can that be when you're all with different kinds of governments and different kinds of kind of social structures? No, you don't. You, you, they're all standardised and run by global committees. That's, yeah. that's the well,
0: truth that, of it. Yeah, I mean, t- t- talk about things spreading. I mean, it's. It, I can't believe that people actually think that there's 10,000, 20,000 new cases in Florida every day of the week and this is somehow spreading... Well, I, well, give, no, no. I could
1: get you 100,000 tomorrow 100,000 test kits because it, it's nothing to do with suddenly folk getting sick and going no, these, these are, they're expanding testing throughout society they've, they've got them in the street corners in some cities uh, begging folk to, to get tested yeah. and if you, because COVID there's all kinds of COVID viruses out they've been around for millions of years uh, and uh, you, you generally never know they're going through you. Uh, and Because herd immunity spreads so fast. Within a, a, two weeks, you get total herd immunity her if you don't put lock the folk down. I mean, Sweden's got about 80 to 85, almost 90% herd
0: immunity. Yeah, they need to follow the lockdown, you see. Yeah, my, my friend's are actually living there at the moment. And uh, yeah. he, he, I, I sent him the the things that BBC had put out about how the bars are coping with this and blah blah all yeah. the social distancing, the screens up. it says none of that's happening. That's just nonsense. It says, that's, that's garbage. All of it. Sure. And uh, and they're, they're not even done. Nobody's wearing masks. They're, they're all just acting as if nothing's happened. Yes. And uh, you, but, but
1: the, the agenda is to destroy everybody's economy to bring in the new system. And I said, it's a strange thing. I gave these talks back in the 90s. And it's the same thing with, with the World Bank at the top. And sure enough, they've come, come out in the last few days talking about restructuring and locking down America for another six weeks to save what's left of the financial system. That's what they said yesterday eh? from the World Bank. And, well, do you vote for the World Bank? No. It's a private institution, isn't it? Like, all these, these organizations are privately owned. Uh, same with the IMF. Uh, we, we fund them, mind you, but they're owned privately. And uh, the, the Bank for International Settlements, the same group that was set up by the Royal Institute for International Affairs after Lord Milner created that, that organization. So, I mean, it's the same damn thing, and, and Carl Quigley said it too, eventually the World Bank and, and the Bank for International Settlements will rule the world. Well, Bingo. Here's your here's your excuse to do it openly. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I, and it's I'm all not part sure. of
1: the technocracy too, <clears throat> because I've been saying forever uh, this this democracy is such. Especially the Club of Rome, and and, there, and there are different books they put out there, in the Global Revolution, First Global Revolution, and so on. They said it um, that democracy doesn't work for the elites because you you have to cater to the publics. So, opinion all the time and they can't get things done fast enough and, and efficiently enough so they, they're pushing for a, a, a post-democratic system that's always been their goal well here it is with COVID oh you've got the experts ruling your lives now uh, from birth to death and um, and I'm sure they'll speed up the deaths too with the vaccinations with coming Fauci pretty well said that too 700,000 folk across the world will die of it of the vaccination, well,
0: you know. Gates said so, uh, the same thing as well. And, yeah, uh, it,
1: it's the whole agenda. This is it. And out of it, come this this, this winter, you're going you to see famines.
0: Well, this I, I, is part I... of what
1: they want. They want famines and rationing, a full-scale war-type scenario that's rationing. I, I gave the same talk back in the 90s in Jackie show. And I said, and here we are. It's all coming to pass because the... Isn't it, 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 this isn't a new agenda they just took off the old scrolls and blew the dust off them and presented them to the public, they've been, they've been trying to get this one to go for years
0: you know? yeah. Well talking about famine it's just uh, just this week there's been three uh, uh, food scares uh, they've withdrawn I, I can't remember if it's 380 or oh, 3,800 tonnes of beef from supermarket shelves, have withdrawn onions from a certain manufacturer who's the biggest supplier in America, uh, yeah. sandwiches uh, salads, they're, they're taking them all off the fence, salmonella, you name it they're, they're, they're just withdrawing stuff uh, oh, from yeah. the food chain uh, sure. and it's all done with the scare story oh you might get salmonella, you might get this, you might get that um, and if you don't know where you got your onions you better you better not eat them, I mean That's who true. knows where their onions come from <laughs> you yeah. pick them off the, the fruit and vegetable they're, they're not in a packet or anything you know but, um, well, here's yeah. the
1: thing too. Uh, they did the same. Remember in China around February and March, like thousands of tons of meat rot in the docks. You know, uh, because that's that's the testing ground. They tested all all the things we're going to get already tested in China. You see, and, and China's in on it, and so is the West. Those who have run the West, are in on it with China. It's not they're, it's, they're not your enemy. They, they they're they're owned by the same folk that own us. You know, and um, they play their part, too, and they, they helped to terrify the West as well. They were spraying those water cannons in the air, remember, like 200 feet in the air, and all the rest of it, and we are all sitting in the West going, My God, what's going on? It must, must be terrible. But uh, th- that was a warm-up period to terrify us. And they made sure, if China doesn't want you you see something, you aren't going to see it. <laughs>
0: So yeah, well, they, they that keep,
1: was part of the propaganda, you
0: know. Yeah, they keep they keep telling us about the censorship. They keep telling us about the censorship and, until it suits them to show you it. That's it. You know, the, uh, but uh, talking to China, it's, it's funny. It's, uh, I, I mentioned to one of the staff in, in Walmart, one of the supervisory staff, and it's funny. The supervisory staff uh, wear bandanas, and the rest of the staff have got to wear uh, Walmart's specially made uh, uh-huh. face masks uh, with a sure. brand name and everything on them. Mm-hmm. But I, I said to her, she said, I mean, most of your stuff in here comes from China. Are, are you not a bit concerned? I said, yes. including the, your new rules. <laughs> and she kind of yeah. looked at me as so her two heads. I said, you're right. following the same pattern. And I, I said to one of those guys months ago, I said, it won't be long before you're taking our temperatures. And he yes, just sir. laughed. And I was yeah. at the the um, the motor section uh, uh-huh. taking back one of their, their crappy batteries because it had failed. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the people are coming in the back door, there, people that, that are what stacking the shelves and stuff like that from outside, and they're temperature checking them all. Yeah. As they come in, and I said, "Well, and I said to the guy that was testing the battery, I said, uh, '99% of your people come in the front door. When are you going to start sure. testing them?'" And he just shrugged his shoulders and just, oh well, it's just what we've got to do." You know, like he's a doctor, like he's a doctor. He knows how to use <laughs> this machine. You know, <laughs> he's testing car batteries and putting tires on. <laughs> <laughs> That's all well, all i'll tell you what
1: it is too though Here's th- you see everything is symbolic uh, and symbolism is, is a, a, of paramount importance when it comes to mind control and propaganda and psychological warfare a- and when you see them coming how many pictures have you seen over the in newspapers and so on and or on tv or whatever uh over the last six months or so and you see someone dressed, you know, with, with the, the gear on, that's a uniform. If you, you know, if, that, this is what your mind sees, I, this is a uniform. You know, you, you get the blue or green outfit to the, the smoke and uh, the gloves on, and they have got this thing in their hand and they go up to your forehead, right? That's symbolic of someone shooting you in the head. When I saw it, I, I said, where is this? It reminds me of what you used to see from Vietnam, where the South yeah. Vietnamese were, were shooting prisoners. Yeah. And that's what yeah. you do. They go right up to, them and they, they just shoot them. And uh, these things stick in your mind that you've seen them before, you know. Well, that, but that, when you uh, see that done, and over and over and over, the person who's who's getting tested is the victim. The person with the temperature gun, <laughs> pointing at you, you that they're in charge of you, and you better comply. You so. see?
0: Yeah. Very that's symbolic. It, just, yeah. It, it almost reminded me of the the, uh, the taser from Star Trek that's kind of what it looked yes. like to me um, but uh, <laughs> beam me up Scotty <laughs> it's life Jim, but not as we know it eh? oh, yeah. um, It's. I, I i don't know where to go with that because uh, you, at some point I, I i sometimes i just cannot stop myself i've got to say something if somebody uh-huh. does something like that i've got to say something and it, it sure. just, it's just it's going to get me in trouble one day but uh, what the hell you know what what can you do but uh, it what, it, I don't know. I don't know how much it's going to take for people to to react because I I, I do. There, there's got to be people in these supermarkets or or whatever it is walking out with these masks on, thinking oh. why kind of on the fence a bit. And maybe the more they see people actually being a bit, you know, obstreperous and saying, "No, oh, yeah, hold on a minute, I'm not wearing a mask, get lost," you know, maybe yeah. they'll be tempted. To, to take it off and I've made a point when I'm in the stores and seeing these people without masks making yeah. a point saying something to them and saying you know, it's nice to see somebody saying without a mask on here. and generally they'll stop and talk to you that's right. and and I kind of have a chat about what's going on but I, again I don't know if it's just in the States or the UK or Canada or, or Canada's the same I don't know but there's, there's, they're still stuck in this uh, that's I mentioned before the political thing and they think that somebody's going to come and sort it out which yeah, I, I, don't know how you, I don't know how
1: you get around that. People. Most of all, See, when you're taking down a nation or, or a bunch of nations all at once, uh, the propaganda must be... Uh, that, that's why they're, they're, they're firing doctors that come out and speak a, out about the nonsense of all. Uh, the, and again, they, with their with Event 201, and even the ones they did back in 2010 with the Rockefeller Foundation, same kind of scenario, they said, they said that... Um, they would uh, literally have to get a unified voice for for all voice or propaganda unified across the planet and they they would come out and censor people and and, and, and to start with just censor them on the internet for instance social media but they also said that they'll step it up in five different phases right down to arresting people if, if they keep out putting what they call fake information this is like years before this thing broke out supposedly And they had the same thing in Europe there. Um, The EU Commission had their their big meeting with the the same characters that that run uh, John Hopkins' group and so on. And uh, and he said the same thing that they already had Mozilla, when the Mozilla representatives there, the different browser groups and so on, and Facebook groups, uh, they were all on board with it before it even happened. So you're you're living through an amazing agenda. And they will, when they all agree and swear to agree with each other to the bitter end, they're not going to change their mind. This is literally, it's the same kind of thing you saw with um, George Bruce Jr. and the neocons with the weapons of mass destruction. Everybody who came out to to talk to TV parted the same thing off, weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, etc., and no one would, would, would even alter the phrase of <laughs> They're exactly the same. And that's what you're seeing now. Uh, when these people admit that they're going to join, they're joined a gang uh, of tyranny. And they, they must stick to, to the bitter end. Or they'll all swing. That's a fact. Well, they know it
0: too. L- l- we can always hope.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. Um, <laughs>
0: uh, but uh, I lost my train of thought. Then. Remember, uh, the
1: whole thing is to destroy the economy, bringing in a whole new system of rationing, um, and and post consumerism. Uh, they're quite blatant about all of this, and this is this is complete war on the public, total war, using deception. And then, of course, they, they unleash the uh, the terrorist groups in the streets and so on. Now, you you, you not make this up. This is right. This is all textbook stuff, you know, which further yeah. terrifies the public into compliance and, and staying in their homes and uh, and uh, because they can't fathom what's going on, they can't fathom why no one's stopping it.
0: Well, that, that's just it. They, they, they keep thinking that Trump's going to do it or the next president's going to do it, but uh, <laughs> they, they, nobody's. Un- it yet so nobody's going to do no, it no. Uh, um but it's an uh, essential
1: part of the agenda i mean we, we know the characters that fund it and this is the global intelligence network the cia mossad mi6 etc it's all one group that runs the world and you don't yeah. vote for any of these characters
0: yeah you mentioned and, you and mentioned all on
1: board together across the planet you know.
0: Yeah, you, you mentioned on your broadcast last night. So I've only got through half of it, but you mentioned the guy in—I think it was Belarus. Was it Belarus? Uh Who's kind of come out and said, "Well, hold on a minute. No, no, yep. we're not doing this. Uh, the IMF are on his back to do this, that, and the next thing that's right, that's right. Uh, to get loans." And he was well, they wasn't to having. bribe
1: them. I mean, for the money that they would need, uh, the World Bank and so on, we're going to give them uh, billions more—literally billions if he would go along with the agenda and lock down the country and put on the same terror campaign upon the public, and he said no. You know. so, so, do, so do you
0: think So do you, do you think there are some genuine people out there who actually are starting to think, uh, in, in the political spectrum, if you like, uh, yeah. that, uh, hold on a minute, this is, this is going too far?
1: Sure. Oh, there, there's, there's a few of them, but unfortunately they're small countries. You know, the the global elite with with their massive intelligence network system. And don't forget the NSA's part of it, so is Facebook and all the rest of them. They're all part of the intelligence agency. They're all fronts, you know. Uh, Then uh, they've got the whole Western world, they've got the so-called top countries totally under their control. The occasional country that's not quite under their belt, uh, even some of the African countries can come out quite openly and say this is a con. And, and speak openly about it. So like the guy who tested his um, fruit and goats and eaten motor oil and sent it off to the to the World Health Organization laboratory, and all, they all came back positive for COVID. You know, I mean, so yeah, yeah it, it, it's we, a complete con.
0: Yeah, we we've got a neighbour here who's a, a first responder, uh, police officer, fire officer, and fire officer. There's two yeah. jobs, and he, his wife's a first responder, uh, medical. Parent. And, and a nurse, so they both got two jobs both, you know, fairly well paid etc, and Paula was out there, out in the yard the other day there and he, he came up to her with these little girl in his arms, and he, he told her that uh, they'd got into an altercation him and some of his colleagues with a guy on the street and had to wrestle him to the ground blah blah blah, and uh, apparently this, this guy tested positive for Covid, so <laughs> my neighbour has to quarantine for 14 days but he's not to, he's not to be in the same room as his wife, blah 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 but he's, uh, standing, uh, he's standing in the in the yard with his girl in his arms. So uh, he must know it's nonsense. He must know it's yeah. nonsense. And it's people like that need to come out and say something. And yeah. some, one of uh, Paula's relatives yeah. used to be, uh, I don't want to give him away or anything, he used to be high up in the, the fire service, put it out when he's right. retired. And he sends her private messages to say, oh, this is going on, this is going on. And she's, she's thinking this. So, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a 57-year-old woman. Why, why is he getting on to me? Why can't he come out and say this himself? You know, there's uh, people out there who, who have been, you know, fairly high up the food chain in these kind of uh, government organisations who are, are, are still scared to say anything, even although they're retired. Yeah.
1: Well, they're, they're still scared of their pension getting cut off. Now, you see, everybody's under the threat of something. And uh, it isn't just cutting off your, your, your social networking and, and banning you from in stores. Uh, there's so many folk on their pensions now, and this is, they're terrified of, you know, they'll cut them off. And that will come, by the way, you know, this is, this is an old, old agenda, because the the new social credit system they're bringing in, and the universal basic income, and as I said so many times, Bertrand Russell talked about this in the 1950s. This is what they would bring in. And they would use it to get you to comply, or you wouldn't get your money going into, or your credits going to the bank every month. You know. Uh, and it well, would be used as a form of social control.
0: Yeah, the big, the big push now is, of course, they're, they're talking about in the states this second round of stimulus checks, blah blah blah, and there doesn't seem to be any conditions so far. But you can guarantee the next one. I think the next one is going to have something attached to it. But well, um, I think it's
1: too. I think it was guaranteed. Eventually, you're going to have to. They'll, they'll start off with you, you've got to mandatorily get tested every week or something, and then it'll graduate into. Well, you'll be the first, you better take that. You've got to take the vaccinations now. You know, nothing is yeah, nothing. You, Everything's a legal contract. You know,
0: yeah. Do do you think the government will actually mandate, it or will they use as they're doing now uh, the, the corporations like the WalMarts et cetera to enforce? Uh, you know, it's first it's all, of all it's a
1: all I, it's... I literally gave the talks in 1998 on this very thing I said it's times coming where, where you'll have an electronic gadget either your phone or something or even a bracelet and actually it's a bracelet too they're dishing the, Israel is one that gives contracts for the bracelets eh? and they're dishing them out in some countries already including Israel <laughs> a lot of the folk in Israel have said oh, we're not taking this bracelet and uh, this is to try and trace you and Theresa Tam the so-called head of the I suppose that the health system in Canada uh, said the same thing 10 years ago in a, in a talk on the CBC that folk who wouldn't comply in a pandemic would be forced to take a bracelet. Well, I'm not taking any manacle. That's a manacle. That's for slaves, you know. No, no darn way am I taking the darn thing. Well, so, so you're so living really through, as I say, an old script uh, with a big agenda, with, with a, lot, a, whole, a whole new way of living to be introduced using this as an excuse to, to force it all through.
0: Yeah. Yeah, as, you, as so. you say that yeah the, 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 <laughs> and the I, I said in
1: 1998 i said eventually if you don't have the electronic gadgetry and so on and it's like a passport idea i thought at the time in 1998 and i said that um alarms will go off if you walk into a store and, and all your vaccinations are not to scratch and, and that's where you're going with it all yeah there
0: was, a, there was actually a, a tv series along those lines where some doctor guy in Africa or something, and it was all about vaccinations. And again, they had this—they uh, didn't know it, but uh, they'd been vaccinated with something, and it did set off alarms if was, you didn't have was, it.
1: That was—I mentioned that a few times. It's an excellent series, wasn't it? Uh, I that the that, that was uh, the last enemy, it was called. Didn't yes, it?
0: that's it. Yeah,
1: and uh, a great series of that because it shows you even, uh, regardless of the, the the idea of them spreading a, a man-made virus made, made in England over in Africa, it test them coming into Britain through refugees to see who had it. You see, and and they could actually track and trace them, but it was killing, killing them at the same time. But uh, what they showed you was that there was nothing you did in life that GCHQ, with its thousands of reps, it's, it's just like the, the NSA. Uh, they were instant access to all your data every second of every day, you know. And there's nothing hidden from them. That was a great series, there yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, I, I saw something, I think it was the Cayman Islands, uh, it said that uh, people coming in had to wear a, a button or something some special button uh, to, to say they they were immune or they'd got some kind of immunity or immunity passport or something. And if you didn't have that button, you wouldn't get off the boat, basically. Gotcha. And that was just uh, that was this week. Yeah. Um, so, so, I mean, why not just stick a yellow star on people and be done with it? And that'll be the end of that. Well,
1: I even said that years ago that eventually you'll have a, a star or something stuck on you if you won't comply. And this is, this. is all the techniques have been used before. To get people to comply either, uh, under a wartime scenario, and that's how they're treating this is a wartime scenario, with rationing, acute food, uh, food shortages to come in to play. It's already happening in South Africa; there's people starving to death already over there. And and they think it'll never happen here. Well, it's going to happen. They want it here. They w- they want you be, to be on your knees and begging for them to help you and save you. That's what they want.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think the the television will play a big part in that. They'll, they'll start to show you all these people starving in Africa yes. and India and all these places yes. uh, because yes. they didn't they didn't they didn't do as they were told. That's and right. uh, you know you'll and then,
1: have to I guarantee you, with the next month or so, you I guarantee you, they'll start to drench up, uh, dredge up all the old uh, propaganda stuff from World War Two. And how happy the folk were, suffering and starving, and, and have doing. And then they'll show you the rickets that, all through Britain and so on, people with bowed legs and children and so on, uh, and, and all the side effects of it to terrify you even further. You
0: know. Yeah, uh, well, uh, yeah,
1: well, this, is, this is total war. This is a complete war campaign on the public.
0: Yeah, well, if you if you lock people indoors all summer uh, yeah. and they have no vitamin D uptake, yep. then they're going to get rickets.
1: <laughs> yes, they you know, will. and and if you if when, and they're, they're already pouring millions of gallons of milk down the drain, superior vitamin D, you know, and and so on, and they're ploughing potatoes under just like they did in 1930s when Roosevelt was in, and uh, yeah, they're getting all set for the same scenario. You
0: know. Yeah, well, I mean, come come the winter, uh, Britain's already said that they're going to have the the biggest flu vaccine rollout in in the history of uh, vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course, folks is saying, "Well, you've got to get a flu jab to, to protect you from COVID." And uh, I, I just got an article—was it today or yesterday? Uh, yesterday, yeah. I think it was—from the CDC, and they said that there's going to be, uh, there's there's bound to be, or there, it's imminent, that there's going to be many cases of childhood death due to uh, acute flaccid myelitis, uh. which is polio, of course, or a yeah. form of polio. And um that's what
1: they know that after the gave <laughs> the polio shots, and folks still got paralysed. They, they just changed the name yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. So how do they know? I mean, is is that coming in the flu jab? I mean, who would know?
1: Well, that's it. Uh, again, who's who's depends who's giving you what kind of flu jab as well. And and don't forget these, these are primers. They're they're pulmonary primers. These, these jabs. um the Department of Defense, I've mentioned this before, 2017-18, uh, suddenly panicked in the U.S. and, and told, and told me to cease all the flu shots because when the folk uh, actually got the shots in the, in the military and, and then hit the wild virus afterwards, uh, they were coming down with a massive cytokine storm, you know. And it was killing them. So, so the hand in Canada, too, were told, all oh, these cease, cease it a few years ago. A sudden panic when they realized that folk were, were dying at the dam because of the flu shot. It caused a cytokine storm when you hit the actual real virus itself in, in life, in, in the wild. It's called wild virus. And, and, and it's like all these vaccinations, what they tell you initially, they always give you the same glowing report. I mean, they, they, this rubber stamp. They, they, they've got the same characters writing their reports over and over. The, C, the CBC did documentaries on this years ago, like 60 Minutes did it too. And they showed you these guys in the shadows, you know, who, who write up all these fantastic glowing reports and stamp them and get paid big money to lie. But they always tell you all oh, the, 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 the initial results are so promising because the people have got antibodies after they get the shots, no matter what it's for. But then when you hit the actual real virus or a different kind of similar virus that's from the wild, right, and within about a month or two months or three months after it, it'll give this massive overreaction and your own antibody system overproduce and kill you. That's a fact.
0: Yeah, and I'm I if that's so. so I
1: don't trust any of. I had that. I almost died in 2016, but uh, I had it before that like, years ago when I got um, when I got uh, a whole bunch of, of, of boosters. I was going abroad in, you know, and um, literally within two or three weeks, I had incredible uh, pneumonia. <laughs> I had uh, rheumatoid arthritis that came on me. I had Thai fever with it. My joints all suddenly sw- went sort sw- sw- swelled up, and I had the sonophils in my lungs. You know that—that's a sign that, that you have got a cytokine storm. I had all the because of these bloody well uh, vaccinations that they gave me, uh, almost killed me. I was very lucky to survive, but, uh, but definitely uh, my my bones got almost destroyed with it. No doubt about that too.
0: Mm. And then no, I mean- when.
1: Jake, this
0: stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember you actually saying at the time they were trying to get you to sign a DNR. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, and talking of that, mm-hmm. uh, again, one of Paula's relatives, I'm not going to say who it is, but but um, recently I uh, went to hospital for some treatment and twice he tested her for COVID. She was twice uh-huh. negative, surprisingly, uh, you know, going by the tests, but uh, they still tried to put her in the COVID ward, even yeah. though she was negative. And... Uh, uh-huh. With a with a suppressed immune system, and there's only one result going to happen there.
1: Of course, but, um, they've, had, they've actually had published reports of that
0: same thing happening in Britain. Yeah, and yeah,
1: uh, where, they, where they're putting them in, a lot of folk literally haven't haven't had it until they're put in these wards, and within about two weeks they get it. Now, naturally, just like the cruise ships,
0: you know. Same well, and, and the care and the care homes, of course. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, there, there was an article this week, I think. Uh, stating that uh, people in care homes were basically thrown to the wolves. Well, that's, that's that's a perfect description, really, uh, because that's what these people are, is wolves. Um,
1: oh, yeah. And an, an uh, incredible financial gain from it, too, you know, because they put down COVID. I mean, the, the 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 government immediately throws thousands of bucks at them per, per patient, you know. For, for, for claiming that they've got COVID, and, uh, in the and, US and it, especially with it, mm. was it forty odd, forty thousand dollars just to get them on a ventilator as well?
0: Yeah, yeah, oh. that's right. Um, and, uh, <laughs>
1: yes. Again, we could bitch forever about the about the signs and symptoms of this, of the, the con game here. But the fact is, it's for a bigger, bigger goal, and the goal is a, a permanent goal uh, of retraining the whole population of the planet into sustainability, as they call it. Uh, post-consumerism and uh, and right down to who will, they said at the last big uh, climate meeting last year, uh, it's time to decide who can have children and who can't have children that old agenda <laughs> so that's coming along the pike very very nicely as you say yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, maybe we all need to get some of uh, Anthony Fauci's rose-tinted goggles so we see the world I, in I a different so. light
1: <laughs> yeah, I think so, he's he's on something, that's for sure yeah
0: yeah. Uh, some kind of hallucinogen or well, something else. Well, again, uh, um,
1: that, that uh, member of the Kennedy family has come out too, and, and he's openly said in a big um, discussion with Fauci, uh, he, he said that Fauci literally had, um, what was it, uh, so many millions of dollars sunk into these companies that he's promoting. You know, you're, talk, you're talking about <laughs> a gang of people who decide how you're going to live that you must take their shots and they've all got shares in it <laughs> or yeah. they own well, it
0: I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I really think that uh, whatever it is they want to inject into you they've already got it they've, yes. they've done that and uh, the, all this money they are thrown at the vaccine companies is just sweetheart deals yeah. uh, sure. you just go away and pretend you're making something Bill Gates um, has been we'll, trying we'll use to get
1: to take this, this type of vaccine this type of RNA vaccine he's been trying to get the people to take that for the last 10 years so you're right. So they, they had it. They've they've already had it for years and years and years. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and it's, to done... in,
1: it's to change your epithelial system, and and your lungs and inside your heart too. Um. It, everywhere the get the, the, the secreting uh, epithelial cells is to change them permanently. This is not a, an old-fashioned flu shot. This is a this is de- this is to change eventually your DNA.
0: Uh. Well, you're you're into the transhumanist agenda then. Because you're not human anymore. That's right. As, as you were created, as it were.
1: <laughs> and once they change your 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 genetic structure, uh, even in that part, if that's all they're doing, I don't even trust them that much. But um, if that was all they were doing, uh, any children you would have would have that permanent same same alteration. This is yeah. not just a flu shot with a weakened virus. <laughs>
0: yeah. And in, in, in <laughs> terms of that, in terms of the you know, what are all supposedly made in God's image. You would. Yeah you would imagine that uh, the religious people would be coming out and saying, well, hold on a minute, you're changing God's image here. What, what's uh-huh. going on? But, as you said before, religion's been virtually destroyed mainly through all sorts of things. So the paedophile scandals, etc. I
1: was looking at that this week, in fact, or a few weeks ago as well, uh, about the <clears throat> Bernays way back in 1920 said that um, as he was training people for public relations and propaganda really they changed the, the, name, the name for propaganda into public relations meaning persuasive techniques but uh, he said rather than go out and do um, go door to door canvas door to door and try to convince people one by one to change whatever you want to, you know or do in behavior whatever or even buy with or even take a flu shot <laughs> put it that way but he says, don't go door to door, go to existing uh, groups like, like religions and bring the heads of the religions on board and the whole flock go along with them. And that, that's happened even with the, the climate change idea over the last 10 years. Uh, you had all the churches giving the, the climate um, uh, sustainability talks on weekends and things across the country. Uh, and all these pastors and that are all, or <laughs> they all belong to the World Council of Churches, unfortunately, which of course was set up by the Rockefellers, Is they were taking over everything, every institution really. Uh, and so uh, I'm not surprised that they're all in the take. They're, they're all, they are all get paid for this con, you know, of climate change, well, sustainability, and, and now it's gone into COVID, same idea.
0: Yeah, and well, of course Ma- Margaret Sanger used them as well to, to promote sure. uh, abortion uh, back in the day. But
1: that's that's the whole point. Any anything that's got a a following, or any kind of club or association, you try and get the the leaders to comply with you, and they get they get paid big money to get everybody else to to go along with it.
0: So sure. So do you think there there is any hope? (laughs) Let's put it that way.
1: No, I gave the talk. It's not depression or 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 just giving up with me. I don't bother so much, but. but folk think, uh, I just look at facts as they are, the facts as they are, and um, I, I gave talks years ago, I said you are your own champion, the, the, the reason you're in a mess uh, uh, for, for centuries is because you keep giving your, your rights to rule yourself away to other people, to rule over you, and for some strange reason you think it's going to get better, you know, uh, you are your own champion, and and folk, if, as long as folk are looking for someone to make it better for them, you can write them off because it's not going to happen. They have got to well, take responsibility to themselves.
0: Well, that's and start then. doing
1: the same thing, like like saying no, <laughs> and uh, get off my back, sort of thing. And they got to start doing it, but it, most of them won't, you know.
0: Yeah, that, and that's that's the big problem. It's, it's I think you mentioned it again. Uh, on Sunday, when you broadcast it, you know if, if uh, again if you expect somebody to do something for you, then you're, you're going to wait a long time. And oh, yeah. if if you do decide to do something yourself, you've got to you just got to stick with it. And it, yeah. whatever happens, happens. That's it. But That's it, right. it's 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 better than what you let happen. Put it that way. If okay. if, oh, you, yeah. if you just sure. comply to it, and then it's like the, the the old films you saw in the Second World War with the the people were taken out the concentration camps and just plodded up to the firing squad and the bodies were still lying there from the previous line and they just let it happen to them I mean I, I couldn't I couldn't get my head around that even when I was young w- watching yes. that and thinking why, why didn't they fight back Why didn't they, I mean you're going to get shot anyway I mean you may as well take one of them out yeah. will you I mean, well, try a,
1: as always they, they, they did studies and all this <laughs> see we're so studied all the time eh because what, what works on us, they can actually exaggerate or amplify and make it more effective, and have us to comply even better, no matter what they're doing to us. But uh, yeah, the, the average person, literally, um, because we live in we live in little bubbles. Each person lives in a little bubble, you might say, and of you is 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 the, the it's in a sense, is your you <laughs> That that's your little bubble, and you, you interact with other people, but you're still you. You know, and you're always a aware that you're still you, so it's um it, it, it's uh, most folk that they were lined up and I did see this on, on a um an old old uh, doctor, documentary of world War two we we saw the Russians did it the Russians did it long before World War two naturally, and Soviet uh, the Bolsheviks um what the Bolsheviks did they sent out they were so well organized the Bolsheviks, they'd already infiltrated all the countries by members becoming civil servants, that's famous for that kind of stuff, you know, and they take over government. But they knew who would oppose them, even at the polls or or socially or whatever, and they had lists of people, all the voters and who they were, where they lived. And this is before internet and so on. It was so efficient. And when they moved into certain countries, like Latvia and so on, they they sent out um, messengers, with notes to different people, to come to the, a certain address. And they would come to the address, there were a guy down in the basement that were shot in the back of the head, uh, one after the other. You know, thousands and thousands of them. And people complied. Because in your little bubble, you never think it's going to happen to you. Even if you see them falling around you, it can't happen to you. And then when you see other ones getting put in trenches that they dug themselves, and again, they've got all the bodies of the previous lot getting shot... They stole to the bitter end, it's, it's too unreal, it can't be happening, and to comply to the bitter end. And that, Plato said the same thing, you know, uh, before even firearms came out. You didn't need firearms. He said, if you understand the sequence to, and how to implement a, something, that's a behavior pattern that's been employed on the public before, if you understand the sequence and how to implement it in stages... You can always do the same thing down through time, even if it's centuries uh, after the initial events, and it'll work just as well again. And that's so true. You yeah. It's all I, well understood, you see.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I used to work in a, a cattle market when I was very young, fifteen, fourteen, fifteen, And you got the, the cattle coming through, they were sold, and you had to put the punch in the rear kind of thing, which yeah. I'm sure wasn't pleasant for them either. But, um yeah. Oh, well, I'm getting
1: the COVID brand,
0: you see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, COVID beef, yeah. That's but uh, you, when I they, when they used to go up to the, the slaughterhouse as well, which was next door, mm-hmm. to buy half a pig or half a lamb or whatever it was, and uh, the cattle knew. They knew that they were in trouble. Uh, mm-hmm. As soon as they got up there, they knew. I mean, human beings seem to have lost all sense of uh, imminent we danger. Have, we're, if we're like. are the oh,
1: most instinct. domesticated species
0: on the planet now. And, and
1: I, I was reading uh, you, when you said that I, I used to live across um, from a, a farm in Ontario and uh, the, the guys there they all, the, the, the couple that ran it uh, looked after cattle until they are ready for the market or, or the slaughterhouse anyway. and, um, and I'll tell you the cattle would suddenly be making all the mooing sounds loud all night long the, the night before they were going to get picked up the big cattle trucks. How they would know? I don't know. <laughs> but they always knew. It happened time after time. Yeah. So you're, you're absolutely some. There's some kind of sixth sense you're supposed to have uh, that should you should listen to your sixth sense actually if you want to survive because um, most folk have been trained to ignore it.
0: Yeah, we had, I remember one. Uh, one it was a it was a bullock I think, but it was fairly big. It actually got out the. The, the cat the press where um, they, they get the ear punched it was enclosed closed there from all sides, and it got into it got into the ring and then it went through the ring literally through the fence, uh, over it um, out into the street and it, it it went all the way down Gorgie Road in Edinburgh mm-hmm. onto Dalry Road and then it, it went to a school there right at the end. there was a crossroads there. I can't remember mm-hmm. what the crossroads was. Um, crossroads of, of uh, the uh, the road that goes to Haymarket and. Yeah, goes back into there. And end up the school. and it ended up getting shot. But it was on its way to the slaughterhouse anyway, and I think it knew it. And it thought, well, the hell with this. I'm going to have a... You know, I'm going to run That's these it. guys riot, you know. And they, they literally yeah. had to get the police out to go into an apartment block across the street from the school and shoot it. Uh-huh. Because it was just going berserk. Yeah, you they know? knew.
1: Yeah. They, they yeah. do know.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah. I, I just wish people would get that kind of instinct and uh, even a little bit, even a little bit to understand that... Uh, that thing they've got wrapped around their face is, is, is harming them. They must know it instinctively because they find it hard to breathe.
1: Well, the, their hands are never away from their nose because they, it, as soon as the moisture gets into into the, 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 the um, paper or the cloth, it clogs up the pores in the darn thing and so they can't breathe and so they keep pulling it away from their nose. Now, through capillary action, if you've got viruses or bacterium, it will travel. If th- the moisture can get through that that material, it brings the viruses with them. So here's the people constantly picking away <laughs> the mask. that's this wet in front with the moisture. You know, uh, it's if you if you want to cause problems and actually spread something, if it was real, that's what you would demand that they do because it makes no logical hygienic sense except to spread it.
0: Yeah, I always kind of. Try to equate it with drowning or some because uh, I've swam in the seas many years ago when I was younger, diving off the top of boats and stuff. And sure. getting too deep, and and realizing you're too deep, and a little sense of panic kicks in, and suddenly you're trying to get to the surface, and, and because yeah. you know you've got to breathe. And it, I, I just I can't, I I haven't tried it. I haven't put anything over my mouth to see what it's like. But I I just instinctively know I don't want to do that. Why would I want to do that? It's just it's just nuts. Sure, <laughs>
1: It's not meant to make any sense. There's nothing to do with, with uh, real medicine at all. Nothing, you know. Uh, it's it, As I say, it's a whole agenda to get you to conform. And and out of the conformity, you'll get new rules about new conformities that will continue after the, the face mask, you know. Uh, it isn't just a six feet apart. that literally was designed by a schoolgirl, right, uh, whose daddy worked for the military industrial corps. Was it Raytheon or something? I think it was one of these companies. And he wanted his daughter, you know, at high school to, to get good marks, to get into Harvard or somewhere. And so let's let's help her make a, a good program for social distance. So let's see how, how many folk the computer says would be in your realm of contact per day. And this is the, So the computer comes up supposedly with six feet. You know, all, all no, hail well. the, the computer. I mean... <laughs> Actor Robbie's got nothing to do with any fact at all. No, it's, uh, uh, unless you were literally, unless the virus was so intelligent it would travel six feet and then drop
0: to the floor. <laughs> it or, or six, or six feet eight if you're in Europe. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it has to be six feet eight in Europe.
1: It's got yeah. nothing to do with any reality at all. Yeah. But you see, when you're changing society, this was all done in psychological experimentation with the same guys that did the Milgram experiment. It wasn't just shocking people. It was to get folk to do more and more bizarre things for compliance, you know. And um, you had the same thing happening, by the way. And the other big experiment that's always touted to do with uh, the prisoners, eh?
0: Uh, no, so I was just they, going to mention that one, uh, and they had, they had to abandon it because they were taking on the roles too seriously.
1: That's right, and that's what you're seeing in society with with, with the shopkeepers who are never behind a mask, remember? So they feel safer, and, and they spread their legs and just bark at you what to do, and uh, and you comply. It's This is what they do, they become the new uh, wardens of society, yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, I think um, people have gone on about mandatory vaccination, but if, if they're going down this route of the, like using the Walmarts or whatever to say, OK, you've got to wear a mask in here or you're not getting in, uh, well, it's, it's not a, a stretch to say, well, if you've not got a vaccine, you don't get in here. It's not the government telling you to do it. You just won't be able to buy anything.
1: That's where it's going to go. It's, I have no doubt. They've actually said this years ago, this is where, how they would take it step by step. And here you go. They're actually doing it. Sure, they're, you know. And Not again, I think is, Trump said twice already that he's going to have the military go door to door to take to make sure you take the vaccine. Yeah.
0: I think yes, a few people are going to get shot and it won't be with a vaccine uh-huh. uh, if that if Oh that yeah, acts.
1: but I'll tell you, I, I, you see what they do too in, in psychological studies for for altering behaviour patterns in society. And they actually talked about this in, in their big meetings at event 201 and then the other one as well that they had in, with the Rockefellers and 2000 the foundation in 2010 they actually talked about that about how to get new compliance techniques to work on the public uh, to, to alter behavior uh, and behavior patterns in the general population that's just how they termed it you know and and so um you got to shock the people uh, in a sense if it made sense people would start to make decisions, I, I, I'll, I'll accept this or I won't, it made sense. Because it doesn't make sense to them, it, it literally makes them doubt their own sanity. When you doubt your own sanity and your ability to make decisions for yourself, then you won't make decisions for yourself, you com- you'll comply. The, the, these techniques are so well understood. Yeah,
0: yeah. If, you, if you don't understand it, then the expert must, So he must be right.
1: Must be right. And, and so, again, see yeah, most people can right. living in a little bubble again, can't believe that so many people are on board and saying the same thing. Oh, yeah, we, 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 we have to get an immunity passport in order to get out of the house and to go to work so we can feed ourselves and so on. And uh, so, so, yeah, this is, yeah, but they are, the whole big, it's a big gang, you know. And they've all sworn allegiance to the agenda. And I'm telling you, they, they can't stop now because you'd have, to, you'd have to put them all on trial. For destroying nations' total economies, with all the hardship and the deaths that come out of it, etc., you would have to put them on trial, and they know
0: it. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's not just it's not just uh, deaths they're responsible for. It's it's yeah. deaths they've actually made happen. They have deliberately murdered people. That's, sure. that's, oh yeah. That's it. I mean, there's no two two ways about it. They deliberately made sure people were killed. Absolutely. So, there's no doubt uh, at all. They're, they're due for execution basically, yep. so uh, as you, you said they're, they're right and uh, any, I'm sure anybody who tries to step out of line who's part of that gang is uh, is going to fall out of a window or something um, yes. and that will be the end of them they're, but absolutely,
1: uh, they are sworn, to, it's like the PNAC group with with nine eleven. you know the whole the, the, the of countries drawn up beforehand in the 90s, they're wanting to take out across, across the Middle East and Asia and 9/11 happened because they're awfully lucky with, with their plans, you know. And in a way, they go with their agenda, and they're taken out. the stills taking out the same list of countries, and so on. They were all sworn. All those peanut. They completely sworn on board to, to parrot the same parts of the agenda. Every single one of them, without even altering the, the little memes that they were to put out. They 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 just kept parroting the same ones. Right down to Colin Powell, you know. You saw it, the guy actually blushed. When he was taken up on it, <laughs> like, come on, how can you lie about this? And he just he just blushed on camera. Yeah.
0: Uh, and it's hard to see a black guy blush.
1: It was. It really was. <laughs> he, he he really blushed uh, because it was in utter shame. Because on national TV you said that, uh, oh yeah, that 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 fuzzy picture is a is another one of of, of Saddam Hussein's um. Uh, t- uh, trailers that with missiles on it. It wasn't the British. Uh, uh, right in this, uh, during live in the same interview, the British, a British company, phoned him up and says, "We sold them that as, as for weather balloons. We sold them it six months ago," and he blushed. Yeah. He knew he was lying. I mean, everybody knew he was lying, but they all lied. Yeah. And that's what you're getting right now too.
0: Do, I don't know if you saw today uh, in the UK. I think it was in the Telegraph and a, a number of others. <laughs> renowned publications um, that they've now decided that local councils will have the power to demolish homes, businesses, factories, etc., um, if they're suspected of being contaminated. Now, <laughs> how much how much more ridiculous does it get? I, I mean, I would have thought if, there's, if they're sure that this is an airborne virus, I don't see how demolishing a house is going to stop anything spreading. It's just going to make that worse, surely. But, uh, and all the other uh, poisons you're going to put into the atmosphere, but yeah, local councils are going to have the power now to demolish your house. Well, this is right in
1: with Agenda 21, you know, Agenda for the whole 21st century with all the, the, the sustainability and uh, and crowding folk into the inner cities. They want to eliminate the rural areas, especially and outlying villages and so on. They want you all into the into the inner cities where, where hell reigns, as you know. Um, so that would fall right in on board with it, because viruses, remember, have a lifespan. They don't. They don't go into some kind of hibernation unless they're in the Arctic or something like that, and uh, literally, they, or permafrost. You know. But uh, it, it's not like they're going to breed in a house and continue breeding if there's nobody in the house. Just, just, just leave the house for a month, and, and that's it. Gone. Yeah.
0: Well, they otherwise, you yeah. know.
1: Otherwise, you couldn't. You couldn't even go into. A, a, I've said this before with the stores. Uh, if it Stays on the surface for for, for six hours uh, for a tin can, or maybe twelve hours for a tin can, and maybe six hours for for cardboard or paper. Uh, that means it dies after that. You see, and he's a host to breed. So uh, yeah. if if an empty house, just, just just move out the house for a few weeks, and that's it gone. And that's it. so. Whatever you hear, these things is for a different part of the agenda, because uh, it makes no no logical sense medically. You know.
0: Yeah, I, I thought I, the first thing that struck me was that the Agenda 2030 yeah. thing, and that uh, I wonder how many of these houses are going to be in the country, you know, that, that are contaminated supposedly. But uh, again, uh, in, in the in the stores here, they're, they're telling people they can't use this uh, this touchpad thing. Uh, with oh, the, you've got oh, oh. The, you can't you can't use a, you can't use a you've got to use a pen to uh, to, uh, touch, to touch the yeah. touchpad, and then they're out the key in the number on the number pad by hands it's just, yeah. it, it, it just it's nuts I'm I'm standing there laughing at people <laughs> like what are you but talking there's about a method.
1: you see you're being trained to accept the convenient way out which is Bill Gates uh, his little chip you know and his tattoo that they did at MIT university from our college for him they, they actually did design it they published it the whole thing they could tattoo it into you that's your, that's your new ID and so on and it could be used, again, like a credit card or a, or a debit card, and you won't have to touch anything. It will literally just deduct itself from you as you walk past it, you know. So, so they always make it so hard and hard until you say, oh, for God's sake, I'm fed up with this nonsense. Put the darn chip in, and I won't have to go through with this, you see. Yeah,
0: wait you'll wait never have to, to remember touch. a pin number again. You'll never have to remember your pin number again. Uh, we'll they always, they'll always make,
1: it, make it so hard to make you comply you see, to force you, you say, oh, it's like you, you you'll, you'll actually ask them to make it easier." <laughs> well, it just well, sort another, of happened. to have this digital tattoo here, you know. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Another, another thing they're doing here, and it's, it's virtually—I see these signs up now in a lot of the stores, not even just the big ones, but uh, yeah. oh, but there's a there's a nationwide coin shortage. Oh, I know. And, I, and I, they're, they're going after these coins, and, the, and the, the bank is now saying that we'll give you more than the face value of the coins if you just hand them in. Well, they ain't going to redistribute the money <laughs> they're just yeah. going to keep them <laughs> and that's. And then they'll go oh we're even short oh let's just round everything up to a dollar you know uh-huh. and uh, or just do away with it altogether but uh, so they want, yeah. they're certainly attacking the coins that's for sure they don't want coins well they we had either.
1: that article well a few articles out from, from the World Bank
0: uh,
1: over the last well, 8 years 9 years especially uh, and then after that big um, fiasco of what was it? it wasn't in Greece it was where was it um, with the bail remember the bail that happened then. It was uh, they actually said that the, the same the world bank said What's... that uh, they, they would they, they've got to really force a system and of electronic banking and do away with cash altogether. And they've republished the same articles right up until about a month ago. So this this is their their big agenda. You need these things to happen. These crises you, you make them happen. In fact, you create the crisis to make it happen, right? To get your agendas through and. Uh, that's actually said at the club of rome that there's a whole bunch of agendas they can force through under the guise of covid you know
0: well and they're doing it <laughs> they're oh, doing yeah, sure it they are. Yeah. Uh, well, it's got nothing to do right, with it, right down
1: it. To, to who can op- reopen if your store isn't isn't sustainable or classed by the new commissars as sustainable they're not going to allow you to open you know
0: Except yeah well there's a there's
1: if you were selling cars, maybe gasoline cars or something, that that that's the next step. They've actually said this. Eh? They want to go and start banning uh, the gasoline cars. Eh?
0: Yeah, I just hear. Was it Ford? I think Ford was one of the first ones that said they were they were not they were not going to build cars for uh, the domestic population anymore. They were just going to build them for the the fleet companies, the Ubers and uh that's right. and people like that. Uh, yeah. So you you wouldn't. Have. Oh, you wouldn't. You know, you don't need a car anymore. You can just you can just call Uber and it'll take you where you want to go. You don't even have to you, give them your, you, your if money you or want anything. else. will move it'll
1: just... out of that crowded inner city where they're burning streets down. If you really want to move out, there's something mentally wrong with you if you want to have a car to travel out of there. You
0: yeah. to to escape, yeah,
1: That's it. sure. Um, it's just like the Soviet system and and, and the, the Soviet system. They had a whole bunch of, and we're getting it now with the COVID thing too. But in the Soviet system, they had a whole bunch of psychiatric terms so, she, so they could just arrest folk and then, without trial, put them right into the loony bin. Uh, we do the same thing in the West, by the way. I've mentioned it before, the unibomber, when you, he, he was, uh, they bypassed a, a trial. They don't want the, the public to hear what they're talking about or why they're doing what they're doing <laughs> and who they're doing it to. And so they put them in the loony bin, In the Soviet Union... They one of the, their favorite terms for psychiatric diagnosis was called inflexibility of opinion. So, that, so that first they try to persuade you, you know, and say, why can't you see it our way? And uh, they try to explain it to you, and they're all nice. They may even get you a cup of tea, you know, and a biscuit. And, and you, if you stick to your, to, to your opinions, you know, your, your diagnosis, inflexibility of opinion, and so they can't help you. So they put in a loony bin, before they did that, they just shot you. <laughs> because you were contaminated with bad thoughts, you see. Yeah. So yeah, it's, well, it's all it's the same stuff over and over and over again.
0: Yeah. And yeah, we've seen it
1: now, too.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, my son was just telling me he's, uh, he delivers cars for people. And he was going from just outside Edinburgh to Aberdeen. And they just shut down Aberdeen today. Oh. Uh, locked them down again. And I that's says, that's I says be careful when you go up there and he says uh, I'm not actually going right into Aberdeen he says, uh, but uh, I'm going to the outskirts, I says well you better check first where the outskirts stop <laughs> because yeah. there's going to be cops up there that are going to stop people he says well you've apparently got an exemption if you're working I says but you're just in my car It's says you know just make sure you've got some kind of idea on you to show that you're actually employed for somebody to do this and uh, just don't he, he can be as lippy as I can so I, I just says don't be careful what you say because these people are out of control and yeah. uh, just say yes or no, sir, and just get on your way and be done with it. Right. Um, but uh, no, the supermarkets are different. a different story. You can be oh, yeah. cheeky them if you want. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that's the that's the way it's all going, isn't it? It's yes, yes, massa. No, massa. Three bags full, massa. What, 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 what yeah, they, exactly. How far do they have to bend over now? Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, how how are things in Canada? Is it is it as bad as the states or the U- or the UK?
1: In some places, it it certainly is that way. And uh, again, you have have this um, very uh, spotty type of of lockdown thing with different stores. It depends what stores you go into for compliance. Some some of of the small ones just don't care, you know. And, And in fact, some of the people who work in the small stores don't care either, which is great, you know. See, you understand that the mask is imperative that you wear it. Because... What did you see come June, you did a month of freedom there? Immediately, the folk could see each other's faces now they start getting closer to each other unconsciously, and before you know it, they're right back to normal. You can't have normal. You've got to, you've got to make sure that you're terrified to go near people. And so the mask is a symbol of terror. You've got, to, you've got to show that you're compliant and you believe in the terror because it makes you think of it all the time, doesn't it?
0: If you watch folk with my, if no no masks on, then you, it's, out, it's out the window. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they, they found that in the UK as well. It's, uh, yeah. As soon as, soon as the, the pubs opened, everybody you was know, we like, we'll this. we just we we'll just get on with it." And now yeah. now they're talking about it in Ireland. They were supposed to be opening the pubs on the tenth. Ironically, they had the the Eid festival in Croke Park uh, at the weekend there. On oh, the, yeah. th- was it the thirty-first? Saturday it was. Uh, and they had uh, a few protesters out there, sing, uh, you know, uh, reciting the Hail Mary and Our Father and stuff like that, and uh, you know, big placards up asking if Ireland could be Ireland could could become Catholic again. <laughs> and uh, apparently yeah. the rules there are that there were to be no mass gatherings of two hundred people, I think it was. But uh, on the same day or the same couple of days, uh, they announced that they were putting back the opening of the pubs for another two weeks, but they were going to allow the Muslim Festival to go ahead with 500 people. There, there you go, yeah. yeah, yeah. So again, it create, creating this tension yes, again.
1: Sure.
0: And they did the same in the UK, they announced lockdowns in, I think said, uh, it was a greater Manchester area, uh, Oldham and places like that, where there was a high Muslim uh, population, and they announced it on midnight of Eid, so they're trying to stir up trouble with them as well sure they to are. get, and uh, I, I doubt many Muslims would have adhered to that because they go to people's houses for that and uh, do the celebration thing. Yeah. But um, I wonder how we never heard anything about it. We don't know.
1: Oh, they wouldn't dare touch them.
0: You know.
1: No. You, you see, the ones who get hammered are the folk who are, who are who go along and they're compliant. Uh, they know darn well the Muslims was just trying to get lost. It's already happened. There was some ones up on YouTube, um, of a guy who tested out complaining. He didn't care, uh, to the cops. Uh, and he said, he said, they're over there every, every, you know, for their gatherings and so on and across the street. He says, they're, they're not, they're not doing a six feet distancing. And there was the guy was just so sick of getting picked on for not distancing, right? So he phoned the cops up and says, why don't you tell these but Well, the cops came and saw him want to arrest him for complaining about the Muslims? <laughs> That—that's how kaput they are. Don't—don't don't ever ask the police to help you these days. They're, they're all paid henchmen, you know. They're, they're henchmen, and they literally uh, are, are not going to go after everybody with the same authority, you know. No, no way. Or the same vengeance, or whatever it is that they do, uh, because they, they wouldn't go and, t- and tell the Muslims not to six to, feet to, 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 to distance apart, and st- or wear masks for that matter. They weren't
0: uh, there. Well, well, only the women. <laughs> yeah. The women were there. got them. Um, but uh, it's. But, uh, but, you
1: know, they, they, they See, that's what you've got to do. You start, you've got to start emulating Muslims. You've got to start doing it. Which yeah, means for... you've, got, you've got to have social with, 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 with and have your leaders and all vow to stand together to get any rights. So I gave this talk years ago. It says eventually you, you better belong to a suppo- supposed, it's a trope to minority groups these days. But if you don't belong to a minority group, you have no rights at all, and that's true. You, you get picked on if you're an average, uh,
0: pleasant sort of character. Okay, so, you know? Oh yeah. No, I did. I did read recently that uh, there's only something like four million six hundred thousand indigenous Scots left. I think they they classify that as somebody with two Scottish parents. That's right. And uh, there's only four thousand, four four million six hundred thousand, and something. So again, you know, we're we're a we're a minority group. I guess. Right. Can't can we? Can we? Can we create a minority group and ask for special rights? Well, that, uh, we don't ask squashed. for
1: anything. You, 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 no, yeah. you dictate your rights. You don't ask anybody. Just for demand rights. them. Yeah. You better. Yeah. You better. Be, look what's happening in the states. You know, uh, they got all these, these supposed rights written in stone. But unless you back, George Bush Jr. said the same thing about the Constitution. about "It's only about a bit of paper," he says. If the folk don't back it up, it's, it's of no worth. He told it. It's one
0: of the few times he told the truth, you know. But they won't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, as I said, it's going back to the, the simple thing of uh, just walking in the supermarket and not getting a confrontation with people. You don't have to. That's you right. just ignore them, and let them do what they're going to do. And uh, as I say, they're just looking for the excuse for you to cause a fuss, and then they'll call the police on you. And, you, and I'll say, well, well, they started it. I, I just try to walk in here and do my shopping. That's but right. uh, it's going to be me that gets arrested <laughs> mm-hmm. you know
1: oh you, you know it's that I mean I mean <laughs> depending who you are uh, same as the, the store owners they're not going to jump on anybody's back if they can see they belong to a specific ethnic group you know no way they're terrified yeah, yeah. of getting sued
0: yeah definitely not. As I said, and, yeah, and, and
1: every ethnic group has official spokespeople they don't don't bug me. Uh, talk to my spokesperson and, and the spokespeople literally will stand up for you like <laughs> and, and they 'll do all, all the haggling for you and that 's what you need you have to have your own particular groups and and, and you dem- and you, you stop picking up. you know you just stop you can 't go on like this anymore and, um, and you demand the same rights as other pressure groups. You demand them, and you tell them what their demands are, and you tell them what your rights are too. You got it. If you keep walking backwards, you, you, as well as you're walking into the ditch where you die. You know, that's what it's all
0: I about. Just, I, was, I was trying to think of what I could identify myself as to to get away with <laughs> all of this and come up with a big slogan. Say, <laughs> I identify as X Y Z. Uh, leave me alone. Uh, I've got all these that's rights. It um but uh, yeah I, it, it's something you've got to laugh at it sometimes because of it's it's so ridiculous it's just so it's ridiculous. ridiculous you've got to laugh at it is,
1: this is what they're, they're, you've got to belong to a, a particular group uh, i mean even in california uh, for years they had the rasta groups and they smoked dope uh, and they were allowed to because they said it was part of their religion you know like the jainists in india you know. and um no matter how much you laugh at all the fact is they, they, they get away with it you know it's the same thing you've got to just uh, pick something and stand by it and, and take, them, take them to court if, if they pick on you and if if, you, if, if minority groups and, and, uh, is, is the law and you, you're you now a minority group then you sue them and you must win they've got to let you win everybody else who's a minority group will win so go ahead and do it
0: yeah, I said that to a number of people in the in the stores who who, who you know just standing there eight hours a day. Well, they get a break, I guess, but uh, they're, they're red in the face with these masks on. I said, you know, no way yes. to happen here. Yeah. I said, somebody needs to collapse. Somebody needs to collapse. Yeah. Even right. even if you have got to fake it, just collapse mm-hmm. and sue yeah. them because they're That's not true. doctors. They're not doctors. <laughs> they're giving you medical advice, and the same the same goes for the people standing outside the stores. Uh, like yes. the, the like the militia uh, saying to you you've got to put your mask on sir well, wait, hold on a minute. you're not a doctor uh-huh. you know you, you've no right to give me medical advice in fact that's illegal I think I'll sue you mm-hmm. you know and then just make them step back yeah put them on the back foot Um that's and I said to Paula yesterday I said I deliberately go up there all dressed in black because it's more intimidating and they're less likely to bother me that's right <laughs> yeah that's it and unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, most of the people that put in these positions are women, and you kind of yeah. feel like oh, I don't want to be, I don't want to go too hard on this person, you know. But sometimes you just gotta say, well, you know, they, I understand they need the job. I understand they've got families to feed and all the rest of it. But somewhere along the line, they've got to make a decision. Saying, mm-hmm. do I really want to be doing this. You know, is this really what, I, what I'm, I'm employed in a supermarket to do? is to get on people's backs about a, a mask I mean, or, yeah, or any yeah. of that you know, but I, I guess some people want to do it that's that's the problem
1: well, and yeah again, all this is understood there's nothing that the behaviours don't know about humans and we're so overstudied, more than any ant or, or, or rare animal or whatever and, uh, and the constant experimentation on, on the public for centuries actually uh, and any given day, if you look into the psychological magazines and the you know, psychology of the day and so on, and the behaviorist magazines and MIT, uh, you're going to come across, what they'll tell you about is maybe about 300 of them per day going on. Uh, these are the ones they, they mention. But across the world, there's thousands of them, constant studying us, as us, us, in every possible situation. And this COVID idea, every bit of what we're talking about is so well studied here. Yeah? and how to, how to even push it. And remember, too, uh, the, 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 the nudge teams, the, the behavioral insights teams eh, uh, that work in Britain with the SAGE Group, eh? and, and the, the SAGE Group put out the, the standard uh, uh, forms to all media in Britain, uh, newspapers and television and so on, and one of them showed it. He said, it said um, that they're advising us to step up the fear aspect in all our stories to, to, in other words to create fantasy and to, the, and to create fear aspect into all our stories to, to make folk comply more especially the ones who, who, who are on the edge though, they don't want to comply step up the fear aspect so your own government is using your tax money to, to pay specialists to create terror a terror campaign on you that's enough to throw the government o-
0: over right there oh well yeah I mean that's a- if it's an act of terrorism, then it's uh, oh, yes. it should be punished as such.
1: It's in black uh, and white. Yeah. Step up the anxiety level, mm-hmm. regardless of, of the of the consequences on the public. Step yeah. it up and, yeah. and, and exaggerate the stories.
0: Yeah, and I think it's interesting to note that I think they sold that uh, those techniques and stuff to all the Commonwealth countries. Yes, and you can see like Australia, uh, this particularly bad. But, um, oh yeah <laughs> some, some, my my niece is actually living there uh, she went on a, a, a student exchange thing before this happened and she was basically stuck there and she's supposed to be coming back in I think it's September, end of September or, or October but she's going to have to go into quarantine and I was reading about how that works and and she can't go home uh, yeah. she can't go to friends and sh- they say that she'll be put into a, a government facility whatever that is Um but from what I've read, they have basically taken over these empty hotels at the airports, and basically yeah. you're you're under lock and key for 14 days in your hotel room. Mhm. Mhm. And it's just and, and you've got to pay for it. Yeah, that's uh, the <laughs> Sure. So it's just, I mean, they're, they're imposing something on you, and they're imposing a financial penalty on you for simply coming home.
1: Of course. That's that's, that's, that's how you change the entire system in which you live. Is is bit by bit across the board, little bits here, little bits there, nothing to do with with common sense or or even medical uh, gain or whatever, or hygiene gain. Um, It's got nothing to do with that. It's to change the the way that you react to things, to get you used to adopting uh, new systems, minute parts of all, all the, the greater whole but by new parts across the board. And that's what you start doing, you see. Uh, and once, yeah. you're, once you're starting to adopt them, uh, then believe you me, you're going to have 20 new things or 25 new things per year for the rest of your life to, to adopt because they're not going to stop. This is, this is yeah. literally their agenda. It's nothing to do with COVID. Yeah. Honestly, well, people get so stuck on the COVID idea, they don't realize that COVID is just the excuse for it. They've already said this is the excuse for it at the World Economic Forum.
0: Yeah, and, and <laughs> when, I mean, when, when you talk about you, you know I've lived in Bulgaria and I was speaking to my friend over there uh, about maybe six weeks ago, and they they imposed a complete lockdown even on the villages. The, the village yeah. you weren't allowed to leave the village unless you went to the mayor's office and got a, a document, and you had to tell them where you were going, why you were going, and when you'd be yep. back, sure. and you couldn't stay overnight in the town. They literally had roadblocks on every en- entrance to the city, which is what twenty five minutes from where my friend lived in the village. And uh, they would stop you, check your papers, blah, 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 where are you going? And you'd already got this piece of paper from your mayor, but they sure. started to go through it all, and uh, they did that, and they had uh, big demonstrations to Sofia, and it stopped.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Just like that, because they, they were literally threatening to go into the building and drag out the Prime Minister. Well,
1: you, uh, that's what you've got, you yeah. got to do, because this is the, so- the true super-Soviet system. Well, they, they, those people, those ex, 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 the, the ex-Soviet countries should know that, they can see it, they can recognise it
0: well they, they do and there's still a lot oh, of yeah. people there in those villages who, who oh, actually oh, oh, remember yeah. what went on and were actually witnesses to it there's actually an old couple in that same village I'm talking about my English friend friends Stace, and he's a really nice guy and he's his wife's a, a, a typical little village lady sweet as, sweet as apple pie if you like but yeah. he used to shoot gypsies in the village square yeah. when he was part of the Soviet army literally shoot them in the head like you he were talking about earlier yeah. and then people loved him for it because mm-hmm. they didn't like the gypsies yep. and he still got a lot of respect there not not from the gypsies but nobody dare touch him yep. because he's still connected but um, mm-hmm. again uh, just this weekend or was it last weekend Saturday I think uh, in Berlin now I've seen a number of reports and it was even the, the police themselves stated that there was 1.3 million people on the streets oh, yeah. uh, at the um, the Brandenburg Gate and the surrounding area there, and of course the BBC only reported twenty thousand. Now you, you could you could tell by some of the photographs themselves that there was more than twenty thousand people there because you know what a football stadium looks like when it's filled; it's got fifty or sixty thousand in it, and this would have dwarfed that. You know, yeah. so the BBC even blatantly obvious that there was more than twenty thousand people there are reporting this garbage, and and people must see it; they must see it. And, and as you say, like 1.3 million people in, in Berlin. Well, the Germans have been blamed for a lot of atrocities in the past, and uh, it's it's not their fault. You know, it's not their fault now. Yeah, they're, they're way beyond that. There's what was 70 years beyond. Yeah, sure. And uh, again, there's still people alive there who remember what it was like, and hopefully they've been talking to their children and grandchildren and saying, "Hey, you've got to stop this." That's right. Um. But yeah, I mean, we should all take some encouragement from that. And I hope that people in other countries see that and realise that there is something you can do. And uh, really get out in the street. Because we've had demonstrations here, which have gathered maybe 150, 200 people in Orlando when it was locked down. And myself and Paul are standing thinking, what what are we doing here? Because there should be thousands of people here. All these people that yeah. work in these hotels and everything that are shut down, the restaurants, everything shut. Disney was yeah. shut, the whole lot. There should be thousands of people here, but no, 150 people or some. That was it. I thought this is a waste of time. This is just yeah. pointless because nobody's going to pay attention, you know. But uh, they suddenly get 1.3 million people surrounding the mayor's office. They might think twice because uh, half a dozen cops on bicycles isn't going to do it, especially yeah. when you don't know, especially when they don't know who's carrying a gun and who's not. Yeah, you one point three million people in you know, I would suggest maybe half of those are carrying concealed weapons, then mm-hmm. the police are going to step back because they are going to get involved in that. Mm-hmm. Especially now. Especially now because they're not going to get any defence from the politicians.
1: That's right.
0: Okay. And uh, I guess now there's never a better time to protest because uh, the police are backing off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I guess that's what we've all got to do in, in some shape or form, whatever form that may take, in that's what little it. way you can
1: you've got to because this is a this the folk have no idea of this whole new system here it wouldn't matter if it was you know some fear of alien invasion or any other nonsense it, it's uh, Covid is just the excuse for it
0: and, yeah, and, drink, and of course I, yeah. sorry carry
1: on well I was going to say the Covid is you wouldn't realise that, that, that coronaviruses are, are profuse that they're, they're normal in society uh, and there's all kinds of them all, strains of them most of them are, are harmless and um, sometimes they'll, they'll t- get tweaked a little bit through through genetic manipulation I mean all viruses are they call them the great, the great robbers because they, they take bits of your DNA and that's how they can alter and change and all the rest of it that's why vaccines really don't work because in viruses um, by the time that you, you've got a vaccine there's about 25 to 100 maybe 500 strains of them just like AIDS you know And and so it's all, it's all, we're we're living the greatest show on earth right now of absolute nonsense. It's just total psychological warfare uh, to to bring in a whole new system of sustainability and compliance, post-consumerist society, um, the the great reset, the, the global reset, as they call it, which is total austerity. I gave the talks 10 years ago on austerity from all the world meetings that we're having and how they're really going to push austerity, which means poverty for the rest of the public if they can't figure that out, you know. And you'd remember the Green Party in Britain at the time as a woman, and she said she looks back with nostalgia to, to, to the old newsreels, the past newsreels that she was watching, replays of them, of the folk in the underground, just ordinary people, you know, uh, living so simply and being cheery as they were getting bombed uh, from the air and the blitz and and, and rationing they, they didn't grouch about it, they all shared except, this is what she said it was so wonderful to have people so compliant and putting up with hardship, that's what we've got to employ for the new system well bingo, here you go
0: <laughs> Yeah, that was that like, uh, Caroline, some or other, her name was I think Yeah, uh, right. and then she was followed up by that Australian woman uh, who uh-huh. I had I had words with at one time, and uh-huh. uh, she sure. walked she walked off and ripped the microphone off because she wasn't getting away. read. Really. <laughs> that was quite funny. Yeah. But, but anyway, um, so I mean, you're,
1: I guess. You're, you're literally seeing the commissars. You're seeing them. They're out in the open. These commissars, you know. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, there's, there's, there's no tolerance. I, I tell you, some of these some of these characters have the potentially put Hitler to shame.
0: Well, I All think right. if to get away with what they I think to get away with what there's are planet to get away with. I think, uh, I think that's going to be a, well, well, absolutely.
1: A, a, I mean, you're I looking
0: at fanatics here, real fanatics, who really believe they
1: can get away with anything, and I mean anything. I mean, in mass murder might be part of it, you know. Once the ball starts rolling, because they always start with riots in the streets, funded by globalists, <laughs> eh? the richest folk on the planet, and they pretend that they're wanting. And I gave the talk too. I said, "Delete." said years ago they wanted a form of socialist communism for the general public uh, because they can manage us much better that way uh, but for themselves they have a completely different way of living well this is what this is all about and all those, all those youngsters who are rioting in the streets and getting paid to riot by the richest billionaires on the planet they think this is communism brought in by by the wealthy elite. <laughs> Don't you see yeah. something strange about this uh, this communist idea?
0: <laughs> yeah, and you, I think I think you put up the link about the all the corporations in America who were funding yes. <laughs> Black Lives Matter and Antifa. And that's uh, right. I said to somebody in this little bar that we go to, I said, "Why do you think uh, all these big corporations are supporting Marxism yes. when it's bound to destroy them?" It's, yeah. Where's the sense of that? And it's, it? And you kind of look at you if you got two heads, and but, you know they, they they obviously haven't got a an an ex uh, East European grandmother or something that could put them right on a few things, you know. Anyway. But um, they still believe in the wild west, and everybody's got an opportunity <laughs> to make a living.
1: <laughs> and they're very bringing that wonderful equality for everybody, equality, you know. And uh, but uh, but they're getting funded by the, an elite who live. A lifestyle that you can't even imagine, but we're all going to be equal at the bottom. But I mean, utter poverty at the bottom. Okay, that sounds wonderful.
0: <laughs> I mean, you say you can't imagine it, but uh, it's true because you can't imagine having that kind of wealth. What you would do with it? Yes. I mean, you. Yeah. you you'd be racking your brains, going, well, "Well, you know, you." And I said to somebody else, I says, "Listen, if these rich people really gave a damn about the world, they could put things right tomorrow." Oh. With, with all that money they have
1: yeah and anyway. like, but, don't, but again, Sue, so you have to even change your view of the rich people you're, you're looking at committees and organisations that, that have thousands of they're all one big club they all belong to the same groups uh, they, they aren't independently wealthy the, the front people they put out there, the Zuckerbergs they're front people the CIA was putting out these characters years ago long before he came along and and creating big real organ real real like Raytheon big companies, actual companies owned by the CIA, you know, as front groups and so on. I mean, it's much it's different. It's not independent wealthy people. Uh, the ones who are wealthy are certainly they're as wealthy as Epstein was, you know, as a front man.
0: <laughs> yeah, I just I just saw that. Yeah, yeah, I just saw an article on uh, Warren Buffett today. And he'd i think a month ago or so—he sold all his shares in the airlines because he knew he obviously knew the agenda, and uh, he put a lot of money into Apple, and he's made something like a thirty-five billion-dollar profit in six weeks.
1: Sure, sure.
0: Yeah, on his, on his shares in Apple alone, never mind anything else. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I say, I, as you said, as you've mentioned before, I, I think it was—was was it Rockefeller who said that uh, the best time to make the money is when it's the bloods flowing the street? Well, that was they're getting the, channel, they're getting, actually Rothschild. Okay. Yeah,
1: and and um, that's the best time to make the the best money is when, in other words, everybody's panicking and 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 terror. Sure, that's when you can make your your, your you know, whatever you whatever they think they need, like masks, for instance. Eh? Look at the folk who became millionaires because they, they the mark, the whole mask area. You know, uh, and folk were petrified of getting a disease. So you you simply uh, a few people just haven't have foresight into what was going to happen before it broke out. You know.
0: <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I, I I was yeah. I was I was in the I went to Walgreens and uh, to pick up uh, some medication for the little lad here, and uh, I went I went to the counter and I'd spoken to this lady before and she was very uncomfortable wearing the masks and I says uh, can you hand me that box down behind the counter there and uh, she handed me the box of masks and it actually said on it I said read it and she read it and she's shaking her head she says it doesn't protect you from a virus I says I oh, know I told you that the last time yeah. I says so why haven't I wear it. It's just like just sow the seeds and walk off. That's that's you can't get into any discussion with them because you don't want them to get into in trouble either. But um, exactly, yeah. you know. And, uh, but
1: as I say, if, if they're not wearing a mask, the folk would go right back to, to as normal as could be uh, immediately. You know, and they know that yeah. they can't allow you to get back to normal, so they got to keep this in your utmost in your head. Oh, it is, there's definitely a disease out there because they're all wearing masks. There must be. Yeah. Otherwise, well, you we, go back. You know, that's the one.
0: Yeah, yeah, we go back to March or April, and everybody thought, "Oh well, come the spring, you know, it'll be." All-, and time is just tick, 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 tick. And here we are, yeah. August, and it's getting it's, it's getting worse and worse and worse, and we're soon going to be back into the the autumn again, and off we go again. Yeah, well, <laughs> same again, thing.
1: Fauci, Lord Fauci, gave you the, the agenda in February. You know, and he says, uh, he says, "Oh no," he says, oh, no, he says, oh, "No, you, oh, you're not going to, you're going to need to to get a vaccine." Uh, kept promoting it. The first time in history, uh, you gotta get a vaccine because your herd immunity is just not gonna be good enough, even though it is. And, um, so, the, so it was on the cards, you're gonna get a vaccine, whether you like it or not, back in February. And, and an immunity passport too, you know. Uh, and and he right. told you that it's never gonna get back to normal. They have no intentions of letting you get back to normal. This isn't your world. It's their world. They own it. And Fauci's a front person
0: he doesn't own it but people way above him certainly do yeah he he doesn't he's one of those people I mean Gates gets away with it to a certain extent but Fauci's not that great on the camera you you can sense he's kind of he's he's waiting for the wrong question coming kind of thing in case somebody dares ask it and he doesn't know the answer but um, he lost my train of thought again there Uh, the oh it doesn't matter it's gone doesn't matter but uh, yeah, these characters, as you say, they're, they're front people, and they're, oh, yeah. they're obviously so. They're obviously so, and I, I don't, I don't understand why people can't understand that these people are dictating to the government. I, I, yeah, it's, it's beyond me because it's obvious. They're on television telling the government what to do, mm-hmm. and the government's kowtowing and saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we'll do that, we'll do that," and uh, sure. and, and just destroying economies. That, that's what I was going to say. I wrote to the. Uh, one of the newspapers here, the, the local newspaper, well, the local newspaper was shut down uh, a couple of years ago, but uh, the next local one, which I'm sure had something to do with that, um, and they printed an article, blah, 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 and I, did, I said, OK, I'm, I've got this person's name at the bottom of this, I'm going to write to them. And I wrote to them and I sent them the, the uh, article from Reuters uh, showing that, the, that COVID was in the wastewater in Spain in March 2019, and I said yeah. I think they'll agree this is not a conspiracy website mm-hmm. and uh, the fact that they're getting all these cases etc uh, would be simply explained by the fact that this has already been around the world once mm-hmm. and that's why people are testing positive and besides that and I put in a link to the CDC in a little paragraph stating that uh, anybody who'd had a common cold um, could test positive and yeah. a couple of yeah. other any things any
1: coronavirus could. Will test positive uh, don't forget too the tests that they do for the swab test and so on and I, I've given many talks on the guy who invented that test, and he said it's not, it's not to, to be used for diagnosis. You know, he says it's useless for diagnosing. It's meant as a laboratory tool only, but not for diagnosing. And that's so the guy died last year. The guy, you know, invented it. They know all this. It, it, everything about it is utterly bogus. Uh, and all it does is get fragments, fragments of, of the RNA, the DNA that's broken up from a virus. And these things are common all through society, any time, in any year, in any century. But we're, we're living amongst them all the time. Uh, but, so you'll test just having fragments in you. Even if someone sneezed a hundred miles away and it blew in the wind and you got a few fragments, uh, you'll, you'll test positive for it. Yeah. it it's yeah, a complete bogus test.
0: Yeah. And, okay. and of
1: course even the Cox postulates that you must go through it's a series of, of, of things which you must uh, do to satisfy there's an actual virus and it's this particular virus none of the things they're doing are actually testing for, they can actually prove that it's a particular unique virus
0: well I don't think they've ever, I don't think they've ever found it, they no, never isolated no, they it so it, <laughs> well, that, should, yeah. that should tell you that they can't make a vaccine either
1: no, I know so. <laughs> don't forget that Fauci <laughs> And Gallo and these characters were, were the same characters who decided on on the, the Bible, as they wrote the Bible for AIDS. Same thing, same guys. It was a political decision to say it was an HIV virus that caused it. Even though they're still diagnosing folk today that, that, are, that test negative for HIV virus in their body. Negative, but they're put down as with symptomatic HIV.
0: It's symptomatic, it's, it's,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same <laughs> character, the same gang, you know.
0: Yeah, if, if uh, asymptomatic people spread things, uh, we'd all have everything, and we'd be dropping dead in the street. That's right. But um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we've only got but, 14, but yeah. Right? I mean,
1: you, as I say, you've no idea. It's just too easy to to use the con of science on the general population. It's just too easy uh, to get a a front, a unified front of of a you know maybe ten, twenty quacks. Uh, all united together to convince you this thing's deadly to you uh, because there's an agenda at work here. A agenda, it isn't just the, mind you too. Everybody who goes along with the agenda, uh, like like Fauci, is going to get so well rewarded with his with his shares in the companies and so on, the drug companies, Moderna and all that. You know. No, of course. I mean, it's course. just incredible uh, to to watch a gang lock down, destroy economies, while they're going to profit from it.
0: Yeah. and And they, they I mean, come about on it. here fascism, where's
1: yeah.
0: the
1: anti-fascists right now, where's the anti-fuzz <laughs> right
0: now yeah, uh, they've eh? been funded by them they've been funded by the fascists I
1: know <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah. uh, okay uh, well we're down to 13 minutes now. I, was going to, I was going to ask you to, to finish off uh, okay we're, we're supposed to be going into this great reset and uh, this is supposed to be officially launched in January, what, what do you think they're going to come out and say
1: they're going to tell you a whole bunch of things, um, that, that the economy, um, can never get back to anything like it was, right? Uh, that, that, that the society is going to have to share because the ravages of COVID, you know, ravages, is it, throughout the planet, we're going to share things much more, you know, and, and, uh, and pay for other countries to, to eat, even if you can't get the food here eventually, etc uh, this is what they mean by sharing is poverty, austerity, it's the, it's the, old UN austerity plan and, and just unrolled once more with a different uh, flavor on top of it. And uh, and again, a whole new way of living. And you can never go back to the old consumerist society that you had. Uh, it, it's I say, it's an old agenda. They've just blown the dust off it and presented it again. And, and again, too, um, you can't make the decisions in life that you used to. Uh, remember the old Soviet system, they, they copied it in, in the West, too, um, of kind of school to work. They, they'll just, you, the commissars will decide and test you with what you should work at, you see, because you're, you're just a cog in the wheel, and, and, and the state will decide how you're going to benefit the state. So you can't say, no, I don't want to do that, I'd rather do this, and you can't do that. This is what they want to do, school to work idea, you know. Uh, to make it more efficient for, for the state itself. Is, is the, and the individual must recede into the background when the common the commonality of the, the herd takes over uh, the good of the state. And anybody who's still an individual, they're actually using this term now, by the way, uh, it, it, not exactly the same, but it's coming. And you're an enemy of the people. If you're not compliant with, with the face mask, you're an enemy of the people. you're a a public all, Yeah, these these volume tests, tried and true tests, it's methods of uh, controlling the general public. And so they may do all that too, but again, you won't be able to buy a car eventually, you see. They'll say, well, actually, you you might still do it for a few years if you get an electric one, 150,000 or something, you know. Um, We won't stop you driving if you can afford it but don't stop me from doing it. And you say, yeah. well, I can't well, afford that. Well,
0: it's not our fault, sir. And that's that's how they do it, you know. Yeah. On, on, that, on that subject, uh, we've got uh, 7-Eleven here. I don't know if you've got that in Canada. Seven Eleven, 7 uh, a big uh, gas station company and convenience store. And yeah. I read the other day they bought uh, Marathon uh, gas stations, uh, $29 billion or something. And I just read today they'd bought up another chain. And I'm thinking, why, why would they be buying up gas? stations when we're supposed to be getting rid of gas are they, are they going to yes. make them all electric charging points or something <laughs> I mean, well I, to I to know,
1: even, even, even in little middle of sudbury just just north of me i mean, 20 miles away or whatever they, they they installed the electric chargers just they look like kind of like it's, it's interesting They try and make them even look like gas stations you know with with the, the where the fuel pump would be it's very similar looking this is see they see us as animals you see and how would the animals behave? Well, make it look like a gas pump. And so they put six of these, th- these things side by side at, at Walmart now. And, uh, and no one's ever there, of course, because in the cold climates, believe you me, I don't care what kind of battery you use, it's going to go so flat so fast. Uh, it's no use at all. But regardless, this is where they're going to be foist up on the people. Mind you, too, if they force into the cities under so many guises for, for sustainability and austerity, etc., um, then,
0: then uh, you wouldn't have to you, you forget to you know be travelling at all. Yeah. Yeah. I saw. It. I, saw, I, yeah, I, saw yeah, I saw. I saw an article from uh, Wales a few weeks ago, and they were they were pushing the idea that oh, you could you could ride around on one of these electric scooters. <laughs> and uh, and I <laughs> thought in Wales in the winter, are you kidding? Me? <laughs> <laughs> I get six feet
1: of snow at times here, you know. Well, I, I, don't I, I think uh, get through
0: there. Yeah, yeah the, the first thing that struck me was how's that economical? You, you've all got to have one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you've yeah. all got to have one. You've all got to charge it up, and uh, you've all yeah. got to make sure your your batteries have got the same charge. it, you get there and back from the store or something, yeah. and uh, you're limited to what you can carry. It's just nuts. <laughs> well, people don't realise that most of what they get from,
1: from the little life, the life articles, you know, in the newspapers or, or whatever, or even TV, I suppose. I haven't watched TV for about 25 years, you know. But um, you see these these life articles, and and, and they're big paid promos for bicycles. They keep floating this for sustainability, bicycles. And they always give Amsterdam as as an example. Oh, a great city for bicycles, you know. Well, Well, come over here in Canada, and let's see you pedal through the snow and 40 below, you know. And just see how well it did. Utter farcical rubbish. They keep pushing bicycles, bicycles, yeah? and a lot of folk can't bicycle anymore anyway. You know, as they get older. So, so this is to, to eliminate the old folk. The, the old folk are, are to get pushed into the background. And actually, like, like the Australian professor said a few years ago, they keep they keep recycling the same professor. Who this is time for the people to accept. Once you hit 65, you should you should just accept euthanasia. You know and leave work for the younger people Well, this is why they're training the public they're, they're training them all the time into euthanasia yeah. and Canada's way ahead because we actually do it in the hospital if you go to the hospital here I tell you, you, you better have an advocate or you, you may get diced up with your kidneys sold elsewhere uh, just for the profit but uh, they, they won't help you if you're over a certain age and again they keep the recycling the same stories in Canada we've already decided who you treat and who not to treat depending on your age and your status and so on Again, I I this is like deja vu to me, or what do you call it? Uh, it's repetition. I, I gave the same talks in the 90s on this. And here we are. Uh, I
0: just I just spoke to a friend of mine and uh, well, the, guy that, the guy that was in Sweden. He's actually in Germany now. He's going back to Sweden. And uh, his father had two heart attacks uh, just oh, yeah. last week. And he was trying to get back, but he couldn't go back because he'd have to go into quarantine for two weeks. So <laughs> you know, he'd probably been too late. But uh, the guy... Um, ended up going home. His father ended up going home because his doctor told him not to go anywhere near the hospital. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: The doctor told him that. He says you better go home with your daughter Uh and uh, stay away from the hospital. So the doctor knew what was going on. At least some of them are are honest, you know. Um, But as you say, they've trained the public and they've also trained the medical profession to devalue human life.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, that's uh, that's the way it's heading. Unfortunately, for for all of us, eventually, if we ever need any medical attention. Uh, just uh, on another uh, aspect of that, it's somebody in Paula's family again, um, <laughs> they were told that their husband or father had died, and uh, an hour or so later, somebody phoned them back, and says, uh, "When are you coming to visit your father or something?" They say, well, just told him he was dead. I said, "No, no, 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 no. They made a mistake." But he'd, no, he'd no. been involved in an accident. Well, yeah, exactly. Said, no, what what it was was the funeral. People had been called, and they came round and says, uh, "We normally don't take away live people. <laughs> this guy's still breathing." Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the doctors had to phone them back. said oh, we made a mistake. But no, I think they wanted his organs because he'd, he'd only been in an, an accident. He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't sick. or oh, anything yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, that happened this week, so she's gonna try and get the, the guy's wife on the radio and <laughs> do an interview with <laughs> her. But um I mean how doctors don't make those mistakes. Or or if they do, they're very bad doctors. But uh, yeah, uh that's tra- what I tell
1: this. you, unfortunately in socialized medicine uh, the word is socialised, it's socialism, it's again efficiency for for the masters but not for the people, you know. And uh in socialized medicine they got in Canada here um you you honestly you honestly need to know some of medicine or know someone to advocate for you who who does know a little bit or you're done for Uh, that's why i I mean in 2016 i went in you know an emergency and uh, i didn't know exactly what was wrong at the time there's two things at the same time It it was actually a perfect storm as they called it and um you see your three wise men, you know, as you go in there, who try to look at you critically in the whole thing, and they try to find out, and there's almost an interrogation they give you, and uh, the one medication, I couldn't get a breath, I mean I was hemorrhaging, you know? and uh, the one medication I needed to clear up the problem, as soon as I got it about two or three days later, I saw the next day. I, I saw the improvement. I wasn't. I, I. I could at least get to the toilet. You know, where before I couldn't even walk like five feet. You know, but I knew this IV I was given. It was was working, and they noticed it too. Well, they pulled in a specialist, and I, I don't know if it's because it's me or what, but they, they pulled in a specialist, and I. I was coming out of a, a, a kind of the first little bit of a semi sleep I'd had the, the whole time I was in there. And the guy was yelling at me, the special. I don't know who he was at the time. I didn't know. He didn't introduce himself. And uh, he started screaming at me. I said, what the hell is this? He says, I've got to go off. I'm, I'm going off to Thailand, he says. The holiday shortly shortly. But by shortly, he meant two months in time. Eh? And he said, I don't have time for a, to, for, for a, for a bronch- bronchoscopy and this, that, and the other. You know? And he's screaming, yelling the whole bit. Oh, this could be anything. Yeah, it could be this. It could be that. It could be that. He's looking on the papers and this file on me. And I, 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 says, I says, look, I don't know who you are, and I'm sorry sorry to bring your life to a screeching hole, you know, but uh, I says, uh, I didn't ask you to come here, or ask you to do anything, and blah, 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 you know. Well, this character had me discharged, and in this particular IV, you're supposed to get at least three IVs over three days, followed by... a. Maybe up to a year of the oral medication for the same thing. I was discharged with nothing. I couldn't breathe. You know? I got one bag—that's that, uh, all I'd had in the hospital of the right medication. Uh, I had to get help to, uh, in my house so I couldn't walk. And I, I was—I was about to, to die, you know. And the guy had said to me, "This, this specialist," he said to me. And that's what he said. I'm not kidding you. Uh, uh, You talk about hostility, you know. He says, I'm a very important person, he says. "This is what he told me. I'm a very important person, he says. He says, I don't have the time for this kind of thing. And he says, and I, and he's, and this is before I'd said a word back to him, right? He said, and I cannot be sued. He says, I'm a corporation. And luckily I had a witness to all this, see. He says, I'm a corporation. And I says, Is this guy been sent in to, to, to do a hit on me here? Like, well, why was he talking like this, you
0: know? That and, uh, insane.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and I say, so what's the score then? I say, you, you put me I say, you "You call me back in for check. a checkup. What, what's the score? Oh, no, he says, I, I don't send out for anybody to come back in, he says. Like, this was this was a set-up. I'm, I've ups, I've, I've, <laughs> over the years, I've, I've upset a lot of governments, you know. Absolutely. Even when I the well, deal, it was. Well, no,
0: Alan. Alan. Everybody's got to have a hobby.
1: No <laughs> <you go>, way. Eh? <laughs> and anyway, as soon as I could start to get a breath, I did a show. Maybe six weeks later, right, or longer. And I just mentioned on the show what had happened. Well, this guy who doesn't send freak immediately called me in. I got a real letter. <laughs> And he said, "Oh, I didn't. Under, I didn't realise that, that out of the twelve tests you had, the whole, all twelve of them were positive for this problem. You know. And really, he didn't. He didn't know. There it, it was three sets. You know, fours. And um, oh, he had all the data. Then so I, this was like, I don't want someone to call them in to, to just get rid of me, let me die. Because a lot of folks die, you know, in hospital, and, and no one does not never an inquiry. It's The best place to get rid of people. Every country does it.
0: Well, sir." So- uh, Certainly, oh, yeah. certainly. Recently, um, with the yeah. the no autopsies, nothing. Uh, I mean, if if there were a time you wanted to bump somebody off, this is the time to do it, because <laughs> they'll, they'll be put down as COVID with uh, a number of stab wounds in the back.
1: There you go. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> uh, this is the, see. This is the real world, though. You, you yeah. do have these characters who, yeah, life and death. You can just say that's certain. And off you go. And if you don't know what to do, you're done for. You die. Oh, you know that what died there? Yeah, he was in the hospital there. And and uh, they'll, they'll see some little one-liner in the newspaper, and that'll be the end of it. And, and that's how it's done. That yeah. really is how it's done.
0: Well, the, the only reason that Father's relative wasn't put into that COVID ward was because the lady's daughter was there and stopped them. Stood in front of the trolley, yes. literally, and said, you're not putting her in there. There you go, and that was that. You've got to so, do that, you've got to do it, yeah. Yeah, them. yeah. Well, we've uh, we've gone through two hours, Alan, and uh, reached the end Is of the broadcast, two hours, yeah, then, yeah. Two hours, just like that. Time flies when you're having fun, it certainly
1: does, <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, it does. <laughs> well, maybe by the way, you know, yeah, I've got a friend, uh, an Aristotle guy that, that he makes his own face masks, eh? and uh, he, he, his latest thing, he has he has Fauci. Uh, looking like a mandarin from china you know uh, on the front of the face mask there Be- because as you know i mean fauci was so involved with the wuhan lab i mean that came out and that, that officially this is no conspiracy stuff and um and it's always been these face mask with the, with the with fauci with a the mustache there and, and the little hat on and the whole thing like he's in a superman of fauci
0: Food man 2 right, Foo Man, Foo man yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So folks should get more creative with it. Another one has got he's just got he's just got a hand with a finger on it, you know.
0: Yeah, I've seen that. I've that's, that's seen those. That's the outdoors, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well I'm still i I'm still determined not to put one on, so um the the most they're getting out of me is a bandana. And uh I've got some yeah. uh these um white I don't, I don't think it's kind of water paint pens. And I'll oh, yeah. just I'll just be creative myself and write something on it every time I go to the stores some,
1: <laughs> some people have punched extra holes like those little punches you can get, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yeah. for, they use them for leather and so on. But you just punch them or paper, and uh <laughs> just, just just held together like a spider's web. Well, yeah. Legally,
0: they're wearing a mask. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did think of actually just getting some face paint, so if somebody looked at it from a distance, they wouldn't even know it wasn't a mask. <laughs> just right. just drawing it on. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it comes to the having to wear them outdoors, I think that's that's a tactic I'm going to use because uh, the cops will never notice <laughs> from the police no. cars. You no. know. And I mean, really I mean a mask
1: is a mask. It doesn't say it, ha- it has to stop it, or even if it could stop. It doesn't say no. it has No, so well, you, you can punch it through the holes as long as it looks like a mask. Yeah,
0: face, just see a, fa- a face covering And uh, funnily enough, I was speaking to the guy in the, the swimming pool shop uh, a while ago, and he's getting fed up with it as well, and uh, he kind of knows the con as well. But um, you can buy these fake hazmat suits for Halloween, Oh yeah, and they're thirty-five dollars, but surprisingly they've sold out. So I'm wondering who's buying them up. <laughs> um, I wanted to get one and walk into Walmart with it on. With it, it's got the big respirator thing on the front with the shield and everything. It's oh, all yeah. bright yellow. It's all bright yellow with the blue Wellingtons, the the, the, big do- <laughs> the big gloves on and everything. And what could they say? What could they yeah, say to yeah. you? I, yeah, just, really. Oh, you're scaring the customers. Well, hold on a minute. It's you that told me to wear this stuff. Yes,
1: that's right.
0: You know, I'm. Just, well, Fauci, I,
1: I, I, you know, you know, Fauci says that you, you could start wearing the glasses too, as well. Now,
0: yeah, yeah. The goggles. Yeah, exactly. And I've seen people just walking about with these like um, uh, welding shields things. Oh yeah, yes, yeah. As if the virus ain't going to get around them.
1: I <laughs> know. It, 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 everything's so farcical. Yeah. But but that, that's what they want to. Once you start accepting the bizarre and, and impractical. And ridiculous. Then there's no end to it, and they no. know this. They know this. Yeah.
0: Uh, well.
1: I mean, you, you might eventually get a medal, just like they used to get a medal in the Soviet Union for the best worker of the week. You know, uh, you might get a for work wearing a hazmat suit and
0: be a pair of flippers going into the store. I mean, yeah. Well, I thought. I thought be. what? That's what I thought. What next after the goggles? Is there going to be a snorkel and flippers? <laughs> in
1: well, in cases, a case of
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing that's surprising. Well they've got a, they've got a um heroes of the week board or sort heroes of the month or something boards up in Walmart for their employees. And they've got the photographs up there with the masks on and you know, doing their job. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Heroes of the week. Uh they're, heroes they're of the week. The standard check in your shopping. I mean, come how's that a hero? Yeah, you know, he's saved your life. There you go. But uh that's go. it. So, yeah. on that note...
1: <laughs> well, hang in there, and, and we'll get through all the bizarreness. Just keep, keep your yeah. sanity, and that's all you've got. is your, it's your own sanity, so take care
0: of it. Yeah. Well, that's what I try to say to people as well. They keep talking about sanitisation. It's sanity they want to be focusing on. Them, in the sanitisation of hand sanitiser. Well, which, of course, what's was Hundreds, hundred uh, brands of hand sanitiser being caught, recalled because it caused cancer. I <laughs> mean, did you see that one?
1: I didn't see I did. oh, yeah,
0: I did, oh yeah I did see that one that's right yeah yeah a yeah. hundred brands well how many how many other I mean there can't be many left yes you know
1: yeah. well, okay take care of yourself keep seeing and, and try and keep your, your your well what
0: can I say <laughs> <laughs> rebellious street going <laughs> keep the rebellious street going don't don't, don't give in don't give in okay there you go yeah. okay, okay. Uh, maybe if we're all still alive next month we can do this again who knows sure enough <laughs> okay thanks again Alan. cheers take care well folks that was uh, Alan Watts and we were on what seven minutes over time there but we started a little bit late so what the hell we we got through it uh, I wasn't expecting us to go on for two hours but there you go time just flies when you're having a decent conversation with somebody that you can actually talk to without getting funny looks Um. so what happening now. We are on Wednesday so next broadcast will be Sunday and I think after Sunday we're going to change the time to 1pm Eastern and 6 o'clock Ireland and the UK because uh, most of our listeners are actually in Ireland and UK and some are actually in Europe and some in Eastern Europe and there's a seven hour difference, 6 and 7 hour difference between them so it kind of gets a bit late for them to to stay up and listen to the full two hours, especially if we go over time sometimes. So uh, that'll be from next Wednesday. Uh, Sunday will still be the same time, and uh, hopefully we'll hear from you then, or hear, sorry, you'll be listening then. (laughs) So take care, as I say, keep rebelling if you can, and thanks for listening.